Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Now be more funny. Now, now you're saying be more funny. That's <laughs> a little bit late in the game. I think it is. Late. Well, I mean, that, I was more putting that out there, so that's what people are going to be chanting once once they get done with this first segment. I think. <laughs> so today on Never Cartoon mind. Casual, what? Yeah, what? There's a light on. I what? don't like. You don't like the one light. Go wanna, go that take one. care of the lights. All right, go take care of the lights. Fine. Paul, listen, you people out there, not you people, but you people, you fine people that listen to us. There's like eight of you. I didn't turn those on. God damn it. Paul fucks with the lights every single goddamn time. Like I sit down, are you ready to record? Uh, I got to take care of the lights first. And we started recording this time. He's, he's a little delayed. You know why? Because Paul's relaxed. Lighting is very important. Oh, it's very important, clearly, when recording a podcast. No, it's it adds ambiance. Is it, though? There's It adds ambiance through to the this, microphone. To this shit show? Uh, to this shit show. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. You heard it from Paul. All right, anyway. He think... officially called this a shit show. All right, go ahead. Now now we're ready to go. Are we? Are you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm really relaxed. Go ahead. Now you sound like Walter Sobchak from The Big Lebowski. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're, you're, I'm relaxed. I'm perfectly fine. I'm fine. Nobody believes you, Paul. Oh, I feel All the people are starting to believe you. Uh, so as long as I've known Paul, he's been struggling with... Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> struggling with blank. It's like Mad Libs. <laughs> it's like Mad Libs, but then you tear down your friend. Uh, no, Paul has been struggling with this affliction known as um, uh, uh, shitty airport syndrome. And, uh, you know, you're a tenant, business owner, whatnot, of the airport. I am. And uh, it's it, I mean, throw it out there. It's been garbage for a long time, for about 30 years. It's just slowly deteriorating. And, and the latest oh. news that probably people have heard is that the city won the managerial control of the airport from right. the Kingman Airport Authority what a lot last of, week. And what a lot of people don't understand about that is it, it, to, to some people just kind of glossed over their heads. They saw that it was an expensive legal fight and so on and so forth. And they don't understand how many millions of dollars should have been going back into this airport many, many, many years ago for, for many, for 25, 30 years that just, they did like very, very, like not even bare minimum, well below the bare minimum that was put back into this airport just never was. And what it was is, you know, if you, it's like, it's like, uh, the, the best way I explained it to somebody who was try, failing to understand what city King was trying to do is, is if you, um, let's say you decided that, you didn't want to rake your leaves in your front yard anymore. Well, you own your yard, you own the property, so you have somebody else take care of it for you. Well, then they do a shit job, but then you entered into a really terrible contract with them, and then they just continue to do a shit job. And then you have how like how do you stop that contract? Well, you say this is my shit. Get the fuck out of here. And that's exactly what kind of what the not kind of that is what they the the most basic version of what the city had to do 
because I mean, let's face it. Like this, when I first moved here in '97, we had air shows, we had air, the air and auto show on one weekend, and there were several factories out here. Not several. There were several more factories than there are now that were operating. That was, you know, you had a solid 25 percent of your the people living in Kingman worked out at the airport and industrial park. And there were capacity. there were some factors that um, where, where businesses left. We had a couple, you know, major economic turndowns. Of course, downturns, turndowns. Well, I don't. I, somebody can correct me, but I'm fairly certain I'm right. Southwire closed down. They, they did like cable uh, spooling from all the way down from like the little tiny. The I mean, the smallest possible gauge wire, like in speaker wire and things like that, all the way up to cables that um, they they Southwire here used to manufacture replacement cables for suspension bridges all over California. And did you know that I think early on when, when that factory, excuse me, I'm not even sure it was Southwire at the time, but early but, on they actually took ore out from the from the copper mines absolutely. here it and, was, and smelted or what the fuck you do with copper. They smelted it out there and it came in ingots. And here, yep. and it was the whole thing was processed, yeah. now, which is quite amazing. That's not the, that wasn't the airport authority's no. fault no. in mismanagement. No. But it contributed. And then the economic downturn that happened in 2007 to 2009, like that, that really contributed to a, a lot of problems. But what was they used that as an excuse to that, that, that you know, why they did, there was no growth. Right. After after the economy started to bounce back, there was still no growth. And then they didn't even they barely took care of things out here if if they did at all. And then you got the, you know, uh, companies that left because it was damaging their aircraft uh, think- and, and whatnot because the because the loose, shitty surface out here. On the taxiways. If if the people out there really knew what was going on out here on a daily, weekly, monthly basis with different businesses and companies and the different complaints going on, uh, they would be. First of all, they just want to shoot themselves in the head from hearing all the all the bitching that happened. But um, it was it was never ending, and it, Joe heard a lot of it, and that's where it started. When I met Joe, I don't know how many years I, ago, five or six years ago. Paul's brain is so clouded; he does not. We've talked about this before. Yeah, you don't remember times. When you like, you don't remember time frames. You just know I don't. at some point you 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 met this person. At some point you went to. But college. I've never really known you, you. I've never really known you when I wasn't really battling the airport authority. Right. At and some point so, or, or the other. It, it, right. And, and and I mean, it's obviously it's ramped so up. So it's in the about past to happen years, now. You're about yeah. to know me without having this fucking. Oh, God. Are you ready? Are you ready to know me? I, I can't fucking get a, a word uh, word in edgewise earlier. I finally I had to tell you to be quiet. Let me finish a sentence. <laughs> See, folks. Paul Gaines is funny. Uh, he's funny when he's cynical, and he's funny when he's being a prick. But now, but now he's just full of energy, and just it's all puns and dad Man, jokes. You're gonna it's wish bad. you had me back. The old yeah. ones. I really can. You have another battle you can do, Paul? Please get the fuck out of here. Well, now like you used to be like a George Carlin type of funny, and now you're like Bob Newhart kind of funny. Oh, okay. No, that's not even I'm true. I'm not sure. That's not. I nice. know exactly those two people. Do you? I do. But yeah, anyway, it was, it was, um, I, I met you 2012, I think it was somewhere in it was like the um, year before the, the, the brewery opened up. I know that. Yep. And it was back when, uh, Tim ran the illicit, the pre Blackbridge brewery, uh, the, the I beer called illicit. It was illicit. Oh, I mean, right. it was illicit, but there were tons of cops and city council members and, right. uh, various other people that showed up, you know, and it was, it was fun and. It was cool. It was nice to be a part of something before it went, you know, completely. Oh yeah, legitimate. I know it was a lot of fun up there. But the whole time again, it was 
mess with this. So I've been on, I came out here uh, in 07, 08, somewhere around there, building my hangar out here and was told back then that, quote, just a few years and all this mess out here with a draw site, all these, we're not going to go into the technical term. We'd all be fixed in a couple years. And now it's still not. So it's 10 years later and right. here we are. And uh, hopefully it'll get done now. But anyway, so that's why I decided to join the Airfield Committee. So, yes, I was on the Kingman Airport Authority Airfield Committee. There were several committees out here. There were. And uh, it's hard to even think in the past tense, tense now that it's not existing anymore. He talks about the Airport Authority in past tense, and he gets an erection. I can see it, it from here. You can hear it. It's, it's, you can hear the erection forming. So I said, hey. <laughs> this is how naive I've been, Joe. Mm. Hey, I've been in aviation all my life. I actually owned one-eighth of a small airport years ago. I helped manage two of their airports. I was born literally into aviation. That's all I know. I'm kind of an expert in this area. I'm going to lend help. I will help this airport be better than it is now. And I went up there with a smiling face to join the airfield committee because I'm going to make a difference. <laughs> hey, <laughs> did you have a shirt on that says KAA is blows me away or something like that with flowers <laughs> and shit on it? You could were, have been. You, you had so much optimism. And I had people, pilots out here, aviators, because they heard I was going to do that. And I was hanging out with a couple people from the airport authority back then because I didn't really know anybody. I didn't know anybody else before I moved here. <laughs> I, t- I didn't know anybody it's else. It's funny because you're all buddy-buddy. You're like, hey, let's go fishing, Paul. You're like, sure, Bob. That's a great idea. Let's go fucking do that. And right. then, so, so I would do all that. And, uh, and then... And then you did do that, didn't you? You went fishing, didn't you? I don't know if I did or oh not actually God. go fishing. I can't remember about it. did a lot of other stuff. Anyway, so, so um, as time is going on, I've had other aviators and pilot people really getting pissed off at me for kind of hanging out with the airport authority people. And I can understand why, because they were struggling with it forever. And I said, hey, I'm not really, you know, and then which side, whose side are you on? And then the airport authority persons would ask me if I'm, you know, those pilots are going to poison you. And they're going to start talking bad about us because they knew they were, <laughs> think, right, that's what happened. I'm not going to say good. Right. So everybody, I get all this from both sides saying, whose side are you on? Like, I know it's, it was, they were almost demanding that I picked a side. And I went, oh, really, Joe? Your phone is fucking, yeah, awesome. Oh man! Who is it? Who is it? Oh, we're gonna yell at him. Is it? Is it Kevin? I'm waiting for Joe to answer me. It was Portia and my brother Eli. Shout out to both of them. Okay, for texting me during recording. They both listened to but the show. My, uh, so. well, at the very least, though, Eli texts me. He goes, "I just dusted this guy from his fucking. I hope he's in his Nissan because he sent me a picture of a fucking Skyline. I, the Skyline, the G, the GTR, the, the yeah." You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Do they? He just sent me a picture of me. He was like, oh, just dusted this guy. I'm like, yeah, you did. You sent me a picture of you, Eli. Just so we're clear, you didn't dust him because he's in front of you. <laughs> That's <laughs> you not the terminology is not correct. <laughs> um, does the, uh, do, does Eli listen to the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause he's got like a, I think he's got like a 30 minute or 35 minute commute. So okay. like an hour long show is perfect for one day, like there and back. Got it. Okay. Uh, so, anyway. so people were demanding on both sides early on years ago, whose side are you on? Like they, I had to pick a side and I said, you guys, both of you sides can go kiss my ass because I'm on the side of aviation in the airport. I don't really care. I'm not going to be the, this political football thing. I want this airport to be better. I don't care who's going to help or who's going to make it happen. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody just shut up and leave me alone. 
You I'm going to go make my plastic airplanes now. And then you stomped off and took <laughs> off your KAA blows me away right. shirt. So and- then I joined the, the airfield committee and it was obvious that even simple things weren't getting really done in my opinion. And I'm not going to go into details of all these things, but um, then this thing happened and that was kind of the, you were going to ask me like the turning point. Yeah. What was the, what was the, what was the spark? Cause um, it was obviously it was several years. It, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And there was a, had to do with a draw site and the condition of the of the ramp area out here that's been screwed up by the Army Corps of Engineers. Now, they, when you say dross, dross is is uh, is uh, remnants left over from the melting down process of uh, all the aluminum that was out here after World War II, and they chopped up all the B seventeens, mm-hmm. all these and, air, all these big aluminum. Yeah, there, there were thousands of them out here. It was done kind of in front of my hangar area. Uh, out in this hole that's like 15 acres out here or something like that. And it was done out in this, all chopped up and melted down right that's out That's why you're here. all fucked up. It's all that aluminum. Yep. That's, oh. a, that's a myth, by the way. <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> doesn't really mess you up? No, it doesn't mess you up. it gives you like that, Alzheimer's or something like that. No, it's, that a, that's a huge, it's a really? huge myth. Yeah. What does it do? What if I just licked aluminum dust all day? Probably not going to, it's not going to taste good. How do you know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. It's basically ah uh, no it's it's because it's not quite um, as inert as um, stainless steel mm-hmm. and you non-reactive the, rather you know aluminum is the most common element I think in the in the fucking in, in, on, on this Hydrogen. rock or the or the, no, no I mean like on Helium, the lithium not I mean out carbon, there I'm talking about in the earth in the earth in the I earth think. or the most common metal it's more than, than iron it, it's 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 like twenty times or hundred times more abundant like a what is it the bauxite I believe is the uh, aluminum. Uh, Wow, Joe's leaning back and impressed with me. I think it's bauxite. I'm not impressed by any stretch. I'm leaning back because we're not ever now. We're not talking about what we're going to talk about. B a u x i t e. I know what bauxite is. It's okay. pre aluminum ore. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you have to process it with manganese in order to make aluminum. Manganese. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so the dross dross is all the and, you, and there's, buried, heavy, there's heavy that, metals so out here too. They buried it in the ground. Yeah. Or there were dri- then, drippings everywhere. They're just little pieces of it all Yeah, the shit gets in the ground. Yeah. And Water then, goes down in there. It reacts right. with it, and it bubbles up. And, and there's and big... it, it's bubbling up because the way that they kept put the cap in or the, the topped it with cement that was unhardened. and stuff. It's, it's kind of a complex. Anyway, so now it all bubbles up and gets all fucked up. So it's out here yeah, forever. You literally, you can't drive. Excuse me. You can't drive down the taxiway the, uh, without drive. Is it a taxiway? Well, not exactly. It's a. What's it called? It's an. It's an all. It's an alternate AOA aircraft operating area. It's. <laughs> it's Do you not, see what I have to deal with? It's not folks? a taxiway. Taxiway is specifically. Can you taxi on it? Yes, Do but it's not taxi a taxiway. It. It's not a taxiway. It's like calling something a road that's not really a road or something. Oh, it's like calling it a boulevard then. <laughs> it's like a boulevard. Get for the airplane. fuck out of here with this shit. Anyway, I'm, I'm trying to explain this to the layman. It's a it, actually, and to be honest, it's not really an official aircraft operating area because the way that they did it, they, they didn't put it on the map or put it on the oh. chart for the airplane. So it's really they just kind of did it because it's not, and the FAA won't even approve it as a proper aircraft operating area because it's so fucked up out there. Well, so if any of you were having trouble sleeping. <laughs> anyway, so, I, so okay, let's bring it back around. There's these big so, bubbles. It, it literally bubbled up out of the ground, people. Like, if, yeah. and, and if you ever see Paul or I or anybody else that, that works out here, they can either show you, take you by it, or whatever. Because it's 
I some of them it's are bad. so tall I can't drive my truck over them. Right, like I'll bad. bottom out. Like you have to drive around them. And this is where airplanes are supposed to so be. Therefore, like you can't operate aircraft around her safely without. And this is something up your propellers and that stuff. should have been fixed a long time ago. Other places right. around the country have these sites. The Air, uh, Corps of Engineers knows how to fix this. Right. And because. Uh, the airport authority just sat on their fucking laurels for so long. So yeah, they didn't have to really fix things, and they there was a big pissing match literally between the airport authority and all the, all the pilots. They just didn't like each other, and it got worse and worse. Yeah. It was a toxic environment out here. We have people that are supposed to manage an airport that has a whole bunch of pilots that not only like own property out here or own planes out here, they own businesses, they pay tax dollars, they they right. they, they and they have they literally bring money in. But then they get called asshole pilots. Yes, because we complain all the time. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why we're complaining. Really and why would you weird. have somebody managing an airport that wasn't in aviation? That was another one. It was an aviation person or something. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, after this meet, there was a meeting about said draw site mm-hmm. and about how messed up it was. And the airport authority kept giving excuses like, we can't do much about it, Paul. You know, we got the Corps of Engineers and we got to do that and we're going to excuse bullshit fuck you go away yeah. Paul and I went oh okay well I think I, I and I was in the meeting and I was trying to be helpful and I really said I think I might have an approach they'll get people's attention because they said we can't really do anything about it we're kind of at our wits end sorry in other words go sit in the corner and color mm-hmm. we got this because we know how to manage this airport please leave us alone Mr. Pilot person who's been born and raised around aviation who's right. involving, you know, just go shut up. And I went, okay, oh, I think I have an idea how we're going to do this. This is during the meeting. And I said, let's um, write letters and CC, that's carbon copy. You see that on your email, people. That used to be an old school <laughs> thing in there. Let's, let's CC, carbon copy, a bunch of other people about our situation. Well, what do you mean? And the airport authority people are there at the time. I said, well, we can uh, we can uh, email, excuse me, we can physically letter, because that has more impression. We'll mm-hmm. physically uh, mail letters out to, like, the Arizona Department of Transportation, uh, FISDO, that's FAA offices, they're local, any other kind of airport management groups, uh, your local state senators, federal-level senators, representatives, everybody else, to conv- because we apparently can't solve this problem, and it's a, it, it's a legacy uh, uh, site from World War II, and it's toxic bullshit underneath it. And da 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 da. da. We need to fix this problem now. And I said, if we if we carbon copy everybody on this, it'll get everybody's attention at the same time. You know where that idea came from? We we talk about this before or not? It came from a- Angel Del Dio, Delgadio, excuse me, of Route sixty six fame out of Seligman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what my father told me that story about because he asked him, how did you get this the barber? Yeah, yeah, the barber, the barber and, and the mayor and the saxophone player. And I didn't mean to rhyme that. The barber, the mayor, the saxophone player. <laughs> That was That's, see. This is what happens, folks. Paul's happy and now. He rhymes. I'm on coffee now. So, oh my god. Anyway, so my father got a haircut from Angel because he wanted to. Because that was his deal, and he kept encouraging me. He goes, "You better go get a haircut from Angel before he dies." I mean, I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, Dad." I, which I had to have him done yet still. That's true. He goes, "Well, he's not dead yet." There so. was a piece of history there. You should get your haircut from this guy. Yeah. Anyway, so he's getting a haircut from Angel Delgadillo. How did you get Route 66 to be historic? How did you get recognition? He says, "Well, I learned the power of CC." You know, I I, uh, I I wrote everybody individually for years and nothing happened, nothing happened. Then I just said, screw it. I'm going to write them all at once yeah. and make sure they're all listed on the copy. They're all they're all going to get it and, and then it'll get their attention. And he goes, and it worked. And, it, and all of a sudden they said, well, this guy's not going to give up. And look, at we all got this letter and he's serious about this. Yeah. So I thought I would em- employ that technique. 
so I didn't say who it came from or anything, but I said, let's, let's write letters and carbon copy everybody. Everybody in aviation, transportation, elected officials, let's get their attention because apparently, and I was just told in this meeting that we don't know what to do to solve this problem. So I said, how about doing that? And they went, okay, it's like a good idea. Fine. After that meeting, I was followed out to my vehicle by a staff member of the airport authority. And I thought it was kind of odd. I was going to have like a personal good conversation about it. So this person grabs my, the side of my neck and my trapezius, if those of you are into, you know, bodybuilding or anatomy. <laughs> I chose bodybuilding because I used to, I used to read Arnold Schwarzenegger books on, you know, pumping iron and that kind of stuff when I was a kid. And uh, I would hear about traps. Right. Right, no, wait, this is your right. trap. This is your, oh, that's your lat. This is your lat. This is your trapezius up yes. here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. Anyway, I can feel my own too. Yeah, I wonder what, what he it, didn't grab you by the lats, did he? No, he didn't. That's far that's, more that's uncomfortable. <laughs> and said, Paul, and he kind of pinched down in a fashion to get my attention. Yeah, like it wasn't, an intimidating It fashion. wasn't just a pat on the shoulder or something. And he kind of grabbed there and clamped down and said, we're not going to write any letters to any elected officials at all that what you suggested in that meeting, we, we will take care of our problems ourselves. And he made sure his hand was on me the whole time and clamped down and looked at me in the eye. And then I'm looking at my shoulder or my trap. He's doing this. And I'm going, I can't believe, cause I'm bigger than this dude. I'm I can't believe what's going on. And it kind of worked. It didn't intimidate me, like scare me, but it was like, what in the hell? It was shocking enough. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? So that was like the moment I said, something is up. This is bullshit. And I was just threatened. And that was kind of probably, if I had to put a marker, if I had to put a single pin, that was it. It was like, wow. And from there on out, there was nothing really that changed or take. I went to year after year after year, you know, month after month, adding up to years and years and years of these meetings and all these other board meetings and um, no real change at all out here. Well, and not to mention the fact that like there, like you said, there's obviously there was no change. Right. And I mean, it's been what? Eight days now, nine days. E- eight days yeah, that yeah, the that the city's sure. had control. Call it call it eight. Sure, we'll call it eight days. Eight 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 days now. The city's had control because uh, they took over. There there there's now rather than saying, all right, we don't want to deal with this. And I kind of so want to talk about guys, how that happened too in a little bit. But yeah, what what the process was there. But go ahead. The city said basically went from uh, hiring uh, an outside contractor to run the place, and they realized, well, this sucks. So they took it back. Yes. It was a, it was this very that's oversimplified version of it, but they took it back. And in the week that the city has been managing it, they've had parks and rec and maintenance out here and doing all sorts of shit and assessing what they what, like assessing what they can't immediately fix and sprucing things up that they can immediately fix. And the new it interim looks, it looks fucking the new great. interim airport manager came out here last Friday and he called me up today too. I didn't really tell you about that because he's only out here. He's out here on Fridays for the next week or two until he gets out here full time. And then he'll be full time, but still interim. And then they're going to hire another, you know, another real full time guy later right. on. But um, yeah, so I've I've been communicated with the last three days by him and other people from that office up there, which is now the airport, I guess, administration building or airport. I don't know what you're going to call it. It's not the. And they took the word authority, airport authority. Took the word authority off the I building. I saw that it said Kingman <laughs> Airport Authority, and then it just now they took authority it off. Kingman, it just airport. Kingman Airport, and it's perfect. Oh yeah, it's and like the, the cheapest way to to, and, to change and the, the sides of the magnets or the stickers on the sides of the vehicles because it was Kingman Airport and the authority that's just been cut off and removed on the bottom. Beautiful, which I, I love. It. <laughs> I like that too. Um, so, so that was kind of the moment. 
and ever since then, I thought this is a problem. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, and, I, and by the way, this has been going on for years, long before I ever got here. There are people out here that have had businesses. There's a guy, his son is one of my instructors. By the way, people, if you fly and you still have your license, you still have an instructor or instructors. Instructors have instructors. And that's just, right. that's just what you do. A, so it, any pilot, every pilot has still an has instructor. at least one. Always, yeah, you yeah. always consult with and do things like that. So anyway, the father, one of my instructors out here, um, was involved in the law. And he came up to me, and this was this had a lot of weight because we had this big presentation at the city council. We had this big PowerPoint thing that, that was very impactful to, to make the city council aware of how bad it is compared to other airports because most of them don't take the time. They don't fly. They don't go to other airports. They don't really see what's going on. And they've always heard rumors and heard and heard and heard and heard. Well, you're stuck in a bubble that's also an echo chamber. So you just like you hear yeah. whoever the loudest voice is right. inside of your bubble, and they have no idea going to other and, places. Now, and I, I, I have very little aviation background, but I've been to tons of small airports. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Midwest. And I mean, I mean, like this looks like O'Hare compared to that. Sure. And even with grass runways and shit, it's, it's well-maintained. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's nice just, drive by it, appearance, it's, kind of welcoming. It's like, Oh, an airport. Look at that. Let's go I check remember that the, out. the, I can remember the very first time you gave me the gate code and I came out to the airport mm-hmm. and I drove onto the property and it reminded me of the air, the broken down airport in Con Air. <laughs> Well, I mean, it kind of is. It's and out in the middle of folks, did you know that the Conair airplane the is Conair here? Airplane so it kind of looks the same. Oh, there's the airplane, too. Oh, look, too. there's the airplane. This Is this where they filmed? Where's the, Nicolas the fucking... Cage? Huh? 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 <laughs> 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 Nicolas oh, Cage lurking around the backside of the... But then you got to get, peel Dano off of it because he's going to Oh, Dano. Be... <laughs> this is Dano's favorite movie of all time is Conair. When he found out the Conair airplane is out here... I take a I'm picture. I'm pretty sure of he's it. gone over there and whacked I, I off on he it. He may have There's whacked no... off on it, or he may have like gone over there with Janelle and he's like grabbed oh, yeah. her boob and touched the belly of that plane at the same, at the same time. time. <laughs> it's like the same as a threesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him whatsoever. Sure. Yeah, it's, it, that plane was also in Air America, which is another one. A of lot movies. in that movie. I remember it yeah. kind of was, but we saw that movie the other day, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like in this half the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty cool. Anyway, and so you came so out here. I came and you out went, here, and it just looked like a kind of a broken down ass airport. But I knew that there was a bunch of shit that was still not shit. There's a bunch of things still going on here. Like it wasn't completely closed down, but the condition of like when you're like when you when you drive across good pavement, you shouldn't hear rocks kicking up and hitting the underside of the bed of your truck. Right. That's exactly what I heard. Yep. So then you st- then I started uh, hanging out with you more and more out here and being around pilots and you guys talking about FOD which is foreign, foreign object, object debris, debris yeah. which gets kicked up by propeller blades and yeah. it, it'll hit your, it'll hit the blades. Yeah. And people don't know that. In fact, it was funny because I spoke with the, well, the hired attorney that the city hired Darrell Williams out here at night when I dropped him off. Um, people think that propellers just blow, you know, is it like the fan? Yeah. Which is true. They blow shit behind you, but also they're extremely efficient um, at, producing lift so the tips of propellers actually are sucking rocks and stuff up into the blades and it strikes the blades um, and that's why my propeller is all screwed up your propeller looks like it's been sitting in a junkyard for a while yeah and it's getting worse it's, and worse and worse it's fucked up now here's another little story that i was told during one because it was getting so bad out there so the airport authority said and i live literally a half a mile from a good area Right, I live my airplane lives half a mile from the hangar lives half a mile from um, a good area where the taxi where there are no rocks for the most part uh-huh. and uh, and all this area this is the dross area that my hangar's in front of 
and uh, and I said we got this is bad, and then and then one of the I'm not going to drop names. He said we're not going to drop, but anyway, one guy said, "Well, I don't want to tell you, Paul. I guess you're just going to have to tow your airplane." And he said, "I know it's our rich people problems. I guess one percenter, Joe. Fuck you." <laughs> no, I'm remaining quiet on that one because I. I <laughs> This is no joking matter when it comes to that. Because it's, right. it's, it's not, really true. It causes danger. And if you can get a big enough chip without even knowing it, and then it leaves a, a big enough little chip and possibly form a crack while you're flying. Right. And then a piece of the blade can depart the aircraft. Now it's out of balance instantly, and you've yep. got to shut down. And not only depart the aircraft, but it could depart the aircraft and then insert itself into your brain right. while you're flying. Right. So so this was going on, and one of the staff members said, well, I don't want to tell you. You're just going to have to tow your airplane down to the good spot when you want to go. I, I said, and, and then tow it back. I like, yeah, so you don't have to go through this bad area. And I said, I did not move and relocate my entire business in me 2,000 miles from Atlanta so I could tow my airplane a half a mile in each direction every time I wanted to go fly it. And, of course, no one said anything after that because I said it very firmly. Well, and it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, we're talking... Again, it does sound like who first it world does. problems, but it but it, it is a problem. It doesn't fucking matter. You're you're a self made businessman, and you reclo- relocated your business that brings brings in money, money and yeah. and lots of lots it of money brings in new money. And you you dumped a shitload of your own money into bringing everything your whole operation out here yep. for you to have to tow your plane. Yep. No, no, so that I, get, I fucking get that. I, and it doesn't matter. Like if, if, uh, if things happen, like you keep, t- you know, or like we talked about uh, out here and you make it so that some of us in the 99% can, can maybe get into <laughs> airplanesies. Yeah. Um, people will understand the more and more people will understand what you like the kind of the not plight, but there's people out here that they don't make shit for money, but their passion, what they dump their money into is airplanes. And our flying club flies. It costs us money individually. If we fly a tremendous amount of kids out here yeah. every year. It's pretty cool. We've flown hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids. I wish that there, I, I don't I don't remember ever hearing about young eagles in, in, like any time growing up when I was a kid. So yeah. like I really wish I would have, have heard about that because it's just, it, it, I don't know, I probably would have been a pilot and, by now. And, and it's also the thing too, like we had the, the, the infamous Porta John that was out here, you know, forever before yeah. it was bathroom access, and that's it. You know, that that's the welcome mat that you get if you if the FBO doesn't mean whatever. It's like the local gas station, the airport's closed down, which they are on weekends, and after a certain time in the afternoon and certain days are just not open. the The bathroom was a porta potty for for all the people that would land here, uh, and it could. So if you were fairly well off and you had your own business, let's say, and you had your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whoever it is, whoever's flying the airplane and your family is with you when you've got a young child, there's one porta potty out there. And on this, like, let's call it during a Saturday or Sunday during the summertime <laughs> when it's, it's 110 degrees on the ramp. It's and it, how, oh, oh can mention how that smelled. Well, and no running stuff. water. Correct. No, no running water. No running That's water the way it drink. was, folks. That's the way it was for years out here. Yeah. Years. I remember Paul having to fight tooth and nail and not just you; it was other people sure. too that were bringing. I was going to get all these other people before I got here were fighting. I was mentioning the guy, a couple hundred thousand dollars, and all these. There, right. there are people and people and people, and I'm sorry. There's, I was, there's I, people that did the that that fought the fight that you just got done fighting. Right. They fought that fight and they gave up. And the reason that that they they didn't we didn't win because they didn't fight it correctly, but they didn't know. You know, it's like when you try to invent a light bulb that Thomas Edison tried a thousand or how many different ways. 
but you don't know. So they tried to go with the city manager you know, uh, or whatever they did. They tried to do lawsuits with the airport authority, and then they would try to work with the new or the current city uh, mayor, which was you know years ago, right? And try to get everybody's attention and figure this out. And, figure, and they, every way they were working was failing. And we tried it on the inside by joining the airfield committee, like I did, or being on the board, and that didn't work. And then so it's like, all right, here we are. Now what do we do? And then. Another local pilot person who remained nameless said, I think we're going to have to go. If we can't do it on the inside, we've got to go on the outside. And that's political. You know, the city owns this asset. we got to wake the city up in a bigger way. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to run for city council. And I went, all right. And, and so he and I eventually made the airport a big issue. And also there was an organization called Peak that happened about the same time uh, that that was kind of going on too, where they made, they had a couple other issues and then they said the airport was one of the big ones too. And we went, shit, and we glommed onto that at the same time. We helped them get elected and they helped themselves too. And, and they, they co-opted this as being a problem. So, and we helped educate them the whole time during, during a, well, a it campaigning. It started off as one of uh, like one of like seven or eight issues that a lot of them ran on. Yeah. And it went from that, <coughs> excuse me, it went from that, uh, just being a, a, a not not a minor issue, but one of many issues yeah. to being kind of the, the issue. The issue because then the, w- once once you and others started educating uh, these folks uh, the, about the conditions out here and how how other airports are supposed to be right because it's one thing to just go take some bring somebody to it's like again we'll go back to the house analogy if you if you live a, you know a hundred miles from the nearest house. And somebody looks at your house and go, that looks fine. If you don't have anything, something to compare it to that's right next door that's really nice, and mm-hmm. then yours looks fine by comparison, mm-hmm. because comparison is bare fucking desert. Yep. So, like, you show these people what other airports are supposed to be and, like. They go, oh, shit. And if you're looking on the on the airfield side, if you're, again, if you're a successful business, say you have a small, you're a small business owner, or you work for a large corporation and you fly, and you're looking for another little manufacturing facility or something like that, and so you land here, you have a porta potty and then it looks kind of like crap. It's like, maybe, maybe we want to, let's not look at this. But this is a prime area off of the, everybody knows this, off the highway. Yeah. Off between, you know, not in California. You know, it's between Phoenix and Vegas. It's more business, fr- I mean, with, it is more business friendly than, uh, than California. Yeah, with railroad access. Yeah. Everything. We have thousands of acres out here. It's like, what is going on? Well, we knew, we knew what was going on. It was people just standing in the way. Yeah. It was people standing in the way, protecting their incredibly inflated uh, uh, salaries, which is just, it just boggles For what was accomplished, yeah. For, for what, yeah, for what was accomplished. It was, even, even if it was a big, if it was a booming, uh, like every single building out here was full Mm -hmm. and it was, and it was booming. Not expanding, but like maintaining. Mm -hmm. It's still not worth the money that those guys were getting paid. Well, to me personally, I don't think, because you're, uh, you're talking about. A good airport manager is going to make over 100K. Okay. A good one, yeah, a proper good one. That's what they, that's what they make. All right. So, anyway, just to let you know. Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> but anyhow, anyhow, but but they, but if they're doing it, they're also promoting stuff. They're also having. When was the last time there was a, a air show out here or a decent air show and that kind of stuff? You know, there's there there are community events. I, I can't. That could happen here all the time. It's been a while. Eight years, probably 
Maybe. And, and, and that's going to be going on. And by the way, people are already talking, you know, after this happened, I hardly got any breathing room. Everybody's going, now we got to do this. Let's do that. And how about this? And let's, you know, that's on, on. where you take a step back and go, I did this. Now you guys figure well, this out. Well, but there already is discussion. And it's not just discussion. It's gotten, gotten further than that because we are talking about once we get really going and things are more cleaned up, which they are already vastly improved out here after one I week. love the lights. There's, <laughs> there's lights on the railroad, uh, like the underpass, like the trestle. I didn't know that there were lights there. I've been coming in, going from here at night um, for a, a couple while, of years, a yeah. few years. Did not know that there were lights. Yeah. It's actually always been, it's a kind of scary to drive into that little tunnel yeah. at night because it's pitch fucking black. Yeah. It's and not now. now it's not anymore. It as looks a, it like, looks eerie. It looks like it's lit up. The The picture that you you took looks like it's lit up like, uh, like in a movie. Yeah, it does. Like in the movie Heat. That's what it felt like. It felt like, you, like the picture you showed me or that you posted mm-hmm. looked like... Uh, from the movie Heat, like the like where the light it, it and does. It's a little shots. bit brighter looking in the picture than it actually is. A little bit because that's the way that your f- phone does stuff right. sometimes. But it is it is lum- illuminated. Yeah, you know, it looks like a say if you were there walking, which it does have. It does, there's a sidewalk there on the side that goes on one side of the the pillars, if you will. That's all lit up for pedestrians. Yes, you know, so you can't just hang out there and and do. You know, it's like wow, that's nice. And then the uh, the terminal building, which needs to be replaced, but it's all cleaned up now. It's got new lighting on it. And there's is the wood paneling in there? They are they that, are they going to salvage getting, that? They're going to be getting rid of a lot of that in the beginning. Oh, and by the way, since there's no Good. museum out here anymore, I spoke with one of our aviation persons. Has a lot of beautiful, historic, very large prints. Like I've got one of them here uh, of the history of the uh, of the airfield out here during World War II. And we want to have actual property. We want to kind of clean a lot of that area out and have some really nice displays of the history of this airfield in the terminal building, which and is where the cafe a is. A lot also. of people don't know the the history of this area. What what I mean literally helped win the war yep uh yep. was training it was gunnery training for b-17 yep, yep. Uh, f- and yep. then was mainly what it was yeah uh and then there's god there was some other there was there was there was some other flight training here too actually there was a little bit of i think that T6. was six the, there were small the small i know there's smaller yeah. fighter aircraft just because i'm uh, reading uh oh god uh gracie neal mm-hmm. her she's a you know local historian no local li- no she was librarian vegetarian Rastafarian? No. <laughs> Rastafarian. <laughs> Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> what is uh, she? No, she was a ra- rancher's wife. Oh, okay. And kind of the, they, they called her the grandmother of, of Kingman for the longest time. She, okay. she lived to be eight, late 80s, early 90s. And uh, the Neal Ranch used to go from, well, you know where Long Mountain is, where Long Mountain Development. Mm-hmm. From there, that area-ish, all the way to Stockton Hill. Okay. And all the way out, like almost to uh, like the uh, Pierce Ferry. All right. Like that. Basically, Chunk. 66. Yeah, like 66 and then like Antares Road going yeah. straight out all the way over. That was all. That's all their ranch. They've kind of wow. sold off chunks. There's still some of it that is, is owned, but like they, um, she was one of the, her, she's the, the, one of the big ranch families in town. Her is her and her, her husband, mm-hmm. uh, John. And uh, it, anyway, she, she wrote in her book, which I will loan you sometime if you want to check it out. She was she talks about World War II and how uh, her husband, her and her husband used to get uh, they would get a check every month, uh, and she'd have to write down how many cows were killed by by the oh, <laughs> by it because they would get well. Here's what would happen: they had these big targets mm-hmm. that would sit like eight or ten feet above the ground, mm-hmm. and that's what they would have to either bomb 
or like drop dummy bombs or or shoot at mm-hmm. and the cows like to lay under them because it was shade <laughs> this oh, is the only God. shade out here <laughs> so like every every so often Oops. you just like like just mow down some cows and then they would they would she's like that was the best money that they ever got for beef Oh because really? It was, yeah, because it was like eight hundred dollars a head in wow. nineteen forty-four. Holy shit! Well, because it was well, because you if it's hard, they're hard to come by. I mean, you raise them up and da, 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 like eight. So they so probably took one cow and they probably chopped it up and go, look, we got four oh, cows. We got fucking eighteen cows out here. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, actually, they would talk about how it was it was thinning their herd so much that it was really starting to get. That was it a was the, it was the dumb young cows. Oh. The old, older, smart cows. I'm going. Don't go over there. We're man. like, don't. You don't want to lay under there. Don't deal with that. Like, oh, I'm just gonna lay under here, <laughs> and then done. That's it. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. Like, there's a there's a lot of history here. Yeah. At this airport, that people just kind of don't know about because nobody gives a shit, and like you forget about you forget about this airport out here, which is what the to me I think is the airport authority. Uh, did that on purpose? It kind of lies on there, so so that it so that they you know, didn't attract attention, just pe- like the person that put their hand on you. And I, I would always say this to people years ago when I was here, and I'd say, "Well, yeah, I have a business out at the airport," and a lot of people go, "I didn't even know we had an airport yep. here." Seriously, True. they live no, here, really. and I'm going, and then people would say, "Well, the airport's an airport; it's no big deal." And da 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 da. da. And I say, "You know why that people don't know there's an airport? They say it's no big deal because the, this airport is not worth knowing, and it's not a big deal." And that's the difference because it yeah. can be and it should be. It should be a technological center. The university should be out here doing experiments and doing solar power studies and different things and teaching kids from MCC how to do, how to install different stuff. And it just, it ought to go on and on and on and on and on. And they ought to have a flight school and they ought to have, it ought to be more, again, air shows. So we're going to have, there's going to be a welcome to the, your airport, a community welcoming kind of event that's going to happen. You should there. have one of those w- once a month sure. for, for the next well, six months. Well, probably not. Least. Well, you have to get things cleaned up first. And yeah. all that kind of, you know, there's a lot of work. Um, get the if, gates and, to work. In fact, here, here's what's, here's what's funny is I get, I get a phone call today. Yeah. The gate, I found out all the deal. What was the problem with the gate? I think I told you that yesterday yeah. is that. But now they're going to get some parts ahead of time, so they're on the shelf, so they're not broken. Rather than let the part that is supposed to, that they know is is going to fail, that will fail, and then and then order one. They they or they're going to order ten of them, right. maybe. So we're going to be good. So for there's a bit. that. But I got a call from the guy that's sitting at the seat this week, and then the interim airport manager called me again today and said, "I don't know if you got an update on that or not, Paul." And I said, "Yeah, I did." And uh, his name is uh, Joe Husband, by the way. It's funny because <laughs> because. He called on the landline here, and I was out on the hangar working on something, and Ashley, he called, and Ashley goes, uh, Paul, Joe Husband is on the... Oh, look who, look who it is. Yeah, look who it is. Why? No. I don't know. Okay. I love it that you're... I love that you're iPad rings and your phone I, rings. I know, everything just rings. The computer rings. The so fucking it's funny. I, the Apple TV just got up and walked over and said, Paul, you've got a phone call. Got a hand job from an AI. Wow. 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 <laughs> All right. So what happened was Joe, so I didn't know whatever, and Ashley on the, on the PA out there goes, Paul, Joe Husband's on the phone. Joe Husband. Joe Husband. <laughs> It's funny because she doesn't have an accent, but I can hear you like from from out there going, Joe Husband's on the phone. <laughs> hey, Paul, y'all got a phone call. Joe Husband's on the phone. I'm going, did you say my husband was on the phone? <laughs> did you say my husband? And and I can tell you right now, I have been referred to as Paul's husband before, yeah. and Paul has been referred to as my husband before. But I don't think anybody's ever said, Joe Husband's on the phone. People publicly, and we'll go out and start debating something and kind of yell at each other, are you guys getting a divorce? <laughs> yeah, Mike says that. Are you guys getting divorced? Do I get two Christmases? <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. You dick. 
Maybe. So anyway, Joe Husband called. Joe Husband. And we talked a little bit about it. He goes, here's something else we're working on too. And he goes, uh, this is something that we've been trying to get for years. He goes, and we need to, we're developing a big email list of all the, all the hangar tenants and the businesses out here that need to get in and out of the fences in case there's an issue with anything or anything at all aviation oriented. And I just kind of, I kind of stood there listening to why he's explaining this. And I'm pretty sure a little tear rolled I, down. One single tear rolled yeah. down your cheek because yeah. it's, it's such a simple thing as yeah. like communication, but you didn't get any of that. No. And no, and no thought whatsoever went into taking care of the tenants out here. That's why a whole bunch of them fucking left. Right. And so, so he goes, I may need to get uh, some email. Do you have a lot of, you have email people? That you, I said, yeah, I said, I'll send you what we got. He's like, I'll let you know. We're going to compile this together, having the, having the office uh, person do this stuff. And then I got off the phone. It actually goes, Ashley goes, you got, they don't have a blast email for all the people out here on the airport. And I went, nope. Nope. I said, we've gone to meeting after meeting after meeting. The excuse was, well, you know, a lot of people don't want to give their email address out. And I, th- I said, so what you're saying is that the people that own, I'm serious. <laughs> I said, so what you're telling me is that the people that own aircraft or have businesses inside the airport property don't want to be notified if they can't get into their business or their airplane? That's that's they're not going to give you their email address. Not going to give you their email address. A private company, and then that's all they're going to do with it is notify you if it. So that's that's your problem here. That's why you're not giving this email blast list. That's that was the excuse, Joe. And the thing with you is, is that like you, you just kind of don't take no for an answer. You're like, no, that's a bullshit excuse. Other people just roll their eyes and walk away, yeah. which is why that's what's been going. That, on. That's what that's what's been going on for years. Yeah, or people that have. Tried to fight the good fight, failed, and that's all they had. And, and they're and like, okay, I'm done. I'm fucking and giving I, up. And I remember a few years ago when the newspaper wanted, they called me up and they wanted to quote for me because something else was getting kind of getting heated up out here with, <laughs> with the airport. And I remember I was going to call them back. And I honestly, I swear to God, the next morning, I took a shower looking at myself in the mirror, which is scary by itself. That's already a frightening notion. Uh-huh. And I thought, am I going to contact them back? Am I going to say what I really want to say? Am I going to do? And that's, and that's, and that, because I, I said, once I do, I'm going to open up this Pandora's box. And that was, you know, this could be the beginning of the big fight. And that was, um, and I did. And the, it was a big article in there. The first word on the article was Paul. Because <laughs> it was Paul Gaines says he never would have moved to this airport had he known it was going to be so difficult to get things done. Mm-hmm. And that was the truth. That was the God. That was the honest I know truth. it's the truth because you pounded into my brain every fucking day for and, the past three years. And I never would have done it if someone said, "Hey, if we had to do this all over again, would you do it?" Nope. There's no way. If someone said, "Given the same circumstances, mm-hmm. the same length of time, effort, energy, money, to to do all this, would you do this?" No, I wouldn't. I would never. I would have turned around and gone somewhere else. And that's what's going to happen. And that's why the airport was suffering that way. Now the airport authority didn't have to really make any more money because they got all these airplanes, these jets stored out here. So during the good economy, when they sold land and there's questionable stuff about where that money went, but all the jets parked out here, they don't have to really do any more work. They've got a big client out here yeah, and that pays the bills and, and they, they can make money doing that. And they start, you know, they're amassing more money and more money in these accounts. And um, so they didn't have to have new businesses come in. And, but that's why you want a proper airport manager, too, that actually likes airplanes and, and wants to do, promote the airport, have Yeah, there's air not shows. a single person that worked 
that worked for the airport authority that was a pilot. Right. That was. That I know one was, person had at one point in time says that he was a pilot, but I don't believe it because we couldn't find any data on it. Well, I, I think they may have been, but it's been decades since they were, and they're not one board member also. And then, then someone told me they. I, I met them in person somewhere. They said. Well, you know, okay, people know this. It's all public information. Crystal Bird is on that. She was the president of the board. Right. And she owns a bunch of Taco Bells around the country and a bunch of other restaurants. They've got a bunch of airplanes, expensive airplanes. Yeah. They said, well, you know, Crystal Bird owns airplanes. I said, okay, so that aviation industry, she owns airplanes. I own a house in Georgia. I'm not in the real estate business. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I told no, it's them. Good. No, it's, it's the it's same true. thing. So are you in the aviation business or you're not? And that's what happened. And I can, if you want to kind of start wrapping it up, because it can go on and on and on. But if people want to know actually what happened, you know, how did, you know, what, what was the approach and how did they get the airport back? You know, that's public information too. But, you know, the, how they mm-hmm. maneuvered around. For God's sake, if you see Paul in public, don't fucking ask him about it. No, because don't. But they were going to go out for the, con- it was a shitty contract between the city and the airport authority. It was very one-sided and they were going to, uh, um, it, it was funny because the airport authority could cancel the contract at, at a, 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 for 90 days notice or 30 days notice, but the city couldn't do it. It, it was, it was horribly one-sided that was crafted back then when they knew that they were going to want it. It was, it was such it, good. They terrible, planned it out. No, it's, it's a, yeah. It was a good plan on their part to figure somebody all this. Who's, somebody who's not a taxpayer and one of the people that actually owns, you know, a small chunk of this airport because, you know, you're a taxpayer, live in the city of Kingman, and right. the city of Kingman owns it. If you read that, you'd go, "God damn, that's terrible! That's a terrible contract." If you were, uh, if you were, you know, worked for the airport authority or on the board, you would go, "That's a solid contract. That's awesome. We love this. Yeah, contract. we can cancel this contract anytime we want, right. and they can't. Well, they did, and go, and, and they left. And, 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 and in business, what you do if you have a corporation, which it was, it was a, it was a, it was a corporation, uh, nonprofit." Your responsibility really is to the corporation. That that's where the problem lies, right? You know, because you're not out there if you're going to do this necessarily for the good of the of the people of Kingman. It's looking out for them. That's what companies do, right? Except that they were agents of the city. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem lies. Yeah, and they weren't doing what the city needed. It would them to be do. like if a, the one of the companies that the city contracts with to do road work did a shit job, right? Well, they're never going to come back again, right? Well, what what happens when what if what if the city were to enter into a contract where the, the, you're the only company that you have to do, and they just continue to do a shit job? Mm-hmm. But there's no there's no way out of it. So, so what ha- so what happened was the the city hired attorney uh, Darrell Williams, who one of our group members kind of knew a little bit from another aviation case, and that's who we insisted or pressured or gave them the option to because they kind of they want to know who they were going to hire. So we said you got to look at this guy. You know, and he's a pilot. He's a 5,000 or 6,000 hours multi-engine uh, uh, instrument rated pilot. He's fucking knows how to fly. Right. And he's been around aviation all of his life. And uh, so that, that was who was eventually hired, who knew the problems with this airport for years. And he kind of said, I would love to do this. <laughs> you know, because so he called up the hired gun that the airport authority had. And they basically went around and had some argument about the contract and Andrew Fedahar, who was their attorney, said that they're going to tie this thing up for years. You know, contract law, you know how long that takes. You know, hope you have fun with it, blah, blah, blah. And at some point, I believe I was told that he actually hung up on the city's hired attorney, hung up on the phone. And that's that's when he called me up and he goes, all right, um, don't tell anybody this, <laughs> which I didn't at the time. No, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, we're going to we're going to do this whole new thing, a different approach. 
I went, all right, well, I'm listening. Not my wheelhouse, but he goes, well, wouldn't condemn the property and take it under eminent domain. And I went, what? I when went, you told me that, the gear started turning, and then I realized just how difficult it is to get out from underneath eminent domain. Right. Unless you just sit there with a like on your front porch with a gun in your hand and go, Go ahead and right. fucking take it from so me. So I'm going, blah, blah, blah. I said, I don't get that. I said, but you already own the property. He goes, yes, you're, you're correct. This is going to be a little bit different, but we're going to condemn, we're going to condemn the, uh, the uh, lease agreement. We're going to condemn the property and condemn the lease agreement. And that's how, and I started, and then the word kind of came out and I went, how the fuck is this going to, I don't get it. That's like, oh my God, they're going to waste money because this is going to get, he goes, nope, we're going to take the airport. He goes, he goes, mark my words. And this is where he was wrong. Before the end of the year, we'll have the airport back. And he was kind of public about that too. People thought he's being a little bit too, too, too. A um, little boastful, a little, little, little arrogant. But the but, reason he thought that, I said, why, why did you even say that? He goes, because it was beyond foolish for them to fight it because I thought that they wouldn't do it because they know and their attorney knew they couldn't win. He goes, so I thought they were just going to go, oh, my God, we're done. But that attorney, you know? eh, that attorney knew that there was a gold mine there. That he saw, Absolutely. He, he could see how deep their bank accounts were. Absolutely. Yeah. He knew how much money they had, and the airport authority was willing. And every time they would have a meeting on the board, they would authorize another 100000 200000 up to $500,000, people. That's what they authorized to spend on this case. Now, that's money, folks, for those of you that are counting. That's money that could go into fixing all the issues that we were just talking yep. about. And then a whole, and a whole bunch yep. more that, that we don't have to go into detail about. But literally... Small, like, uh, what size would that be? Uh, Tim used to teach me as uh, size of gravel and shit. And I was, I, I tried to absorb it. I just never did. But like, we're talking pea size gravel and slightly bigger than pea size that they could have, they could have taken that money and fixed some of these. It's not a yeah. taxiway. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Air, just air, the just fucking done air, stuff. The airplane road. Whatever <laughs> the thing you drive your airplanes on, right. but like they could have fixed that. That that right. money, all of this money, could have gone back into this airport and industrial park. But they, they fucking chose to fight yes. the city on this, and and spent so and, much and, money to and, do that when they, they really could have just not fucked things up for thirty years. And they also kept maintaining for for years. They said they didn't have any money to put in to do anything. Right. Kept saying, except magically, they had enough money. Up to five hundred thousand dollars. About that, yeah. They said that yeah, we're broke, man. The economy's downturn. We're barely making ends meet. Like, yeah, you look like you're barely making ends meet, guys. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's what happened. He said, "We're going to get the airport back." And then every time they they did, you know, there was a and they would do an appeal and go back and forth and back and forth. It was uh, it was rather stressful, and you got to hear a lot of that. Yeah, it was awesome. I had to take. <laughs> It, it was awesome. so stressful. I had to take a vacation to Ohio in the wintertime to get away from it. Okay. And you, even then, I didn't. Now I'm going to ask you to be truthful with me, and I know what the truth has to be, so don't fucking lie to me, Joe. Okay. All right. Um, I'll bet you that you and Mike had conversations at some point, whether we were going to go someplace and do something, said, do we want to invite Paul because all we're going to hear about is that goddamn airport. That, that ever come up? That had conversation to. actually never happened. Really? No, the conversations okay. usually went like, it was more like, oh, there he goes. Uh, uh, it sometimes this happened right in front of you. Oh. And you're on your iPad. <laughs> fighting crime. It's like, oh, there goes Batman again, fighting fucking corruption. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then it, and like, oh, oh, that's fine. We'll, we'll just continue to talk about you in front of you Look, while you can't pay attention. I, now, know, I know that I could never have tolerated me. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I mean, there's a lot of alcohol that went into tolerating you the, this did. past s- several Would someone years. get Paul an alcohol, please? Just yeah. Any, oh, yeah. What, that's, what, what did you like? I used it to doesn't s- matter. It, I used to say that shit when you would show up when you would show up 30 minutes late every time to the to, you know, to uh, like trivia or something like that. 
Somebody get Paul I, I like six alcohols, please. Six. What, what kind of drink? Do, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fucking doesn't matter. matter. Just, just get six of them. Okay, thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, at the, at the height of things, you were like, you would go in and you'd order a wicked poison. Oh, and yeah. another beer, and, and like then, Evil Red, like yeah. a wicked. Oh, really? Is this all on yours? Yeah, it's mine. And it's, now, it's quite four. often I would pound the wicked poison sitting, standing at the bar. All right, I'm done with that one for now. And I'll be instantly feel better about yourself. Okay, well, that's yeah, substance abuse if you ever fucking heard it. Is that how that go works? Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, that the conversation that you just said never happened between Mike and I. Okay. The conversations were like he's fucking. Now well, he's gonna blow a fucking gasket. That would or happen, like, right? And Charlie Gibson, he just constantly no, like venting steam. Th- yeah, just, he said he's constantly blowing off steam. Perfect. <laughs> uh, is not because most people don't do that. Most people explode at some point, but yeah. you're constantly just. <laughs> like a, you're like a tea kettle with a, like an enlarged hole. So so so, but and then and then we'll kind of wrap this up, I think. But what was funny was that was that Darrell Williams. He's the again because he's a pilot too. We talk aviation stuff as well. But yeah, he, he goes, it, all right, Paul. We're gonna. I got all the documentation done. I'm gonna email him uh, to you so you guys can have him. But uh, you know, I called a, a server there in Kingman, and I don't know. He goes. He goes. I got all these papers, and we have to post them on some of the properties out there. This is public information too, because the standard newspaper via Doug McMurdo, I believe. Don't I, I wouldn't call it a, a standard. <laughs> it, it, they call themselves the standard. The standard yeah. But that's like calling me the marathon runner. Like it's just not <laughs> fucking accurate. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, so Darrell goes. I remember exactly where I was standing up there. He goes. He goes, I got to post these on the building sometime. I want it done before the end of the day today, you know, before midnight today. He goes, do you think there's somebody there amongst your group that would like to actually post the condemnation notice? Was he on being the- facetious? Yes, he, he was. Oh, okay. Yes, he, he, was. Right. he was hoping I would say yes anyway because he needed someone to do it. And I said, well, does that make me like an agent of the court or something? He goes, well, I don't know. Okay, he was whatever. He needs somebody to do it. And then so I went, all right, I'll do it. So what happened was, <laughs> is that Scott Prack and I dropped Scott's bomb. But it, they're, they're pictures of they on the security cameras. Yeah. So when I, in fact, I knew they were there. So we got it all done, the whole packet, taped on there, and it had to be stay on there for like 21 days or some official amount. And in fact, I even saw the security. I know it was up there anyway. So we're taping it on the building. Did you flash a smile? Oh, you know, the I turned up. I, I think a peace sign. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <a> dick. <laughs> and so, and I went. I kind of hope this whole thing works the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, and that's the big thing is that you you spent what f- six months, five months, not knowing oh, if yeah. it was going to work or oh, not. Yeah. And that's the that that I could tell was really starting to eat at you. And it was it, there were there were times where I would just I would come out here I would come like I would like show up to record and you're so worked up over whatever fucking happened or didn't happen that day, it was like an hour and a half to two hour venting session oh, yeah. before you could get your head clear to record a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes it still didn't get clear. So it was uh, yeah. So then the Standard newspaper the next day I think came out I think proudly probably their keyboard typing proudly. Oh Scott Brackett and Paul Gaines posted the notice on the. You know, some of the loudest critics or whatever posted the notice on it. I went, oh, yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. You know, wasn't really material to the story. No. I don't think. Not at all, but it was, I don't know. You know, standard, in particular, the standard likes to stir the pot. Well, they're, okay. And I, and I it, it kind of have to defend them a little bit. Okay. When you, when you have a small town and only one newspaper. Mm-hmm. And one newspaper has always been kind of the big deal. And then you have the other one, quote unquote, the newcomer that doesn't sell a lot of issues or anything like that. They saw an opportunity to take another side of things or take, which is bullshit. That's not how, that's not how the news is supposed to work. Mm -hmm. But apparently I'm still, I'm an idealist when it comes to news. Um, 
but they used it to sell papers. Sure. They have more power to them sure. to a certain degree, but be fucking accurate. Well, and that they, was the problem. That was the problem that I had with for the with those guys for the longest time is that there was it was clearly everything was clearly one sided. It was almost it got to remember it got to a point where we said. I wonder if they're like on the fucking payroll for yeah. the airport authority. It, to me, it was it was it was so bad. It was seen so once. I was trying to be objective because I knew we were on the right side. I know the airport was awful. I knew they weren't spending money on it, and I you know, I just I said, what's going on here? And the thing that you always had to that, and I had to tell people too was uh, because people ask me, they're like, what? Is, why is he still fighting this? What? What? What is the angle? What's his angle? Is this going to get like? How is it going to net him more money? I'm like Paul. Will do just fine with his business. Without wherever with, I am, or, I, I could be anywhere. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah, people come from all over the world to have your shit. Or Not have your world shit. in the country. Excuse me. What about the what about the fucking Hungarian guy? Well, he didn't come here to have his airplane worked on. He just happened to need my services when he got here. Did he come here? Yeah. Did he have? Did you? Did he utilize your services? Yes, he did. Is he from the United States? Nope. That he came from around the world to get your okay, shit fixed. Whatever. That's it's not. It's not why he. It's came called here. marketing, chief. <laughs> okay. Jesus fine. Christ. And by the way, he may be one of the people that are going to be performing at air shows uh, coming is up. The, is he the guy that performs for the fucking Sultan of Brunei? No. Yeah. He, not, no. 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 Well, no. Whatever not, it was. It was not Brunei. It was, it was du- Dubai. Dubai. There we go. Yeah. This guy gets. Oh, these are different rabbit holes. Yeah, but there are. You know, when you have like all the money in the world, when you're multi-billionaires and have all the oil money in the I universe. Can't wait to get there, yeah. You can just go, I think I would like to have an air show for us here. <laughs> what, what will it cost to have the top aviation aerobatic pilots come here? Well, I don't know. This guy's busy. They're busy all next year. I'll offer him, uh, I don't know, $500,000. How about that? Where they can come here. Okay, well, yeah, everybody can be bought at some mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. they say. Um, so, yeah, he had across the bottom of his airplane something about Dubai, you know, maybe it was even ski Dubai when they were trying to remember the remember inside ski resort. They were yeah, building yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. desert. I don't know what it was. Didn't you work on uh, an air race plane too from from Vegas, or was it that guy? That was his, I think. That clipped. Uh, I worked clipped on one of the like the Red Bull air races. Yeah, had, like, one they, of those. Those I've, things look like giant road cones. Yeah, you like <laughs> you like clipped one. It's funny. No, I've worked on a lot of different stuff. But anyway, so See, people so, come. So that's the thing. I told. I had to explain to people. You weren't in this for money. You're not in this for glory or fame because no. I can tell it aged you. And Paul's only 37 I, years I, old. I was in but it. If you look at him, he looks like he's 90 now. To, to me, the airport was like a neglected, abused child. That's what it was like to me. That That's what it yeah. looked like to me. It was like this airport is crying and no one, and people need to protect it. It's like one of those, those shitty kids that just like kind of got abandoned. You see like in the villages yeah. on TV. And I know that more people will get a kick out of it, excuse me, than I will when it gets straightened out. It'll, it'll be helpful to me. Sure. Is it going to increase my cash flow? No. You know, yeah. other than other than more time I can put on my business now. Yeah. But uh, um yeah, so so people, uh, yeah, people were shocked that it actually. People said you're you're not gonna. People told me this. People that were actually, I think, I'm on my side, told me you guys aren't gonna win out there. No one is ever. No one can win against. No one. Them. No one's yeah. gonna. This this is not really winnable. But this is also why I, I'm worried about assassination attempts and whatnot. <laughs> well, people say you know when when are you gonna, or when are you gonna stop? I say when I think it's over and it's really over. And this last attempt because does Darlene say we're gonna we're gonna win it? I think they were hoping that the city would quit. And publicly, I must say that there are a couple different council members that weren't really. On paper, they were for this, but in reality, they really weren't. You, if you were there at the meetings, you saw you it. Could see, like, yeah. You could see, yeah. yeah, well, we're in this, I guess. We've got to keep going. Yeah, well, thanks for the right. cheerleading. Woo! Go team. Go yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, and by the way, the cafe, 
who's also owned by Crystal Bird, this company. That's fine. They're doing a lot more business right now. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> they are. There's more cars out there all the time now. People are talking about it on, on Facebook, on the, the KAIC, Kingman Airport Improvement Coalition Facebook page. Now oh, those fucking rabble rousing yeah. assholes. Anyway, there. Anyway, is that enough of it? Can we now? Is that covered ta- most? Can of we it? take a fucking break? No, now? and I don't want to talk about much more of it. But I think is that covered most of what's going I on? I think that's covered. I think we're up to you know. Obviously, you left out some 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 of the more gory details. But, but we'd like to thank this council for 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 following through. Yeah. I don't um, think any of them listen to the podcast. Oh no, there's one, one. I know yeah, one. Of, well, I think two, one, maybe two. Oh no, no, no. Two, we got two, two. Got two. At least two. Two. Yeah. Two, maybe two. two comes on part time. There was uh, because, and I pointed this out to everybody. People said that's the way to put it because it's true. There were three things that had to happen. It was our tenacity out here. It was the proper counsel to to know that it to recognize what was going on and to see this through. And the attorney who said, fuck it, we're going to condemn the property. Yeah. That's where we're going to do that, this. And it really takes balls that clank to do something like that because it yeah. really is kind of a, a go big or go home grand gesture kind mm-hmm. of thing because it could, you could go after the contract and go after yeah. this and go after that. And, and I like I like that direct approach. It's a ballsy, and, arrogant approach, and, and it worked. And rumors have it they're not done out here, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, you know, they're going to start digging up there bodies may be, from there may here be, to Christmas. There may be some more uh, paperwork and money stuff and... I, yeah, I don't know any details, but I'm just saying I, I know I, that there's a lot of people out there that are going, man, they better do some auditing. That was a big thing in the paper, too. Forensic audit, forensic audit, forensic yeah, audit. Yeah, people were asking for that. You know, so I'm not sure that's going to happen or not, but I, I, I don't think they're just going to let it sit around. No, and I think that uh, I think you should just let that one be. And stay oh, yeah, out. no, just I'm not stay involved in that one at all. I, I've got nothing to do with that. Work on your plastic airplanes. And, oh, God. So how, how long we blab about this? No, I, well, let's take a break. We'll how, come, how long we'll, has it been? An hour and three minutes. Holy yeah. Okay. Take a break. Yeah. We're going to take a break. I need a break. Yeah. And I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. I will punch a baby bear in his shit. Give me lip. I'm going to send you to the yard. Get a stick. Make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am crack. I ain't lying. Kick a lion in this crack. I'm the shit. I will fall off in your crib. Take a shit. Hit your mama on the booty. Kick your dog. Fuck your bitch. Fat boy dressed up like you sat on and took pictures with your kids. We the best. We will cut a frowning face in your chest, little wench. I'm going to mention a refresh. I'm a mitch. Yeah, correct. I will walk into a court while they wreck, screaming, Yes, I am guilty, motherfuckers. I am death. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked.
top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell begging Johnny and mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now run. Get it the gut away. to shoot another day. Who's back with yeah. more tomfoolery and ballyhoo? <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad that's off my chest. Yeah, I think uh, Paul Paul uh, Paul needed to get that shit out of him. Yep, and I did, and then I did, and then he did. Oh, he pooped. I he pooped. screamed from the bathroom. It was amazing. What did I put? What did I put? I poop. What did I scream? Could you hear he it? He screamed free. Could I? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It echoed throughout the entire studio. Well, Freedom. Were you surprised how long I held the? Free the um part. I kept I, well, coming. I, I'm not surprised because I know you're a windbag, but like, <laughs> I, I was like looking at the watch, going, "Jesus Christ, I hope he's okay in there." D- did you laugh? And I, I did laugh. I was laughing through the whole thing, and then you just kept going. Frida, oh my God, he's really free. I thought you were singing the uh, the the song. Oh, some free George George Michael. Oh, I thought no, it was the uh, who's the, uh, the 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 black guy. <laughs> George Michael's not black. He's not anything anymore. But oh. <laughs> Uh, the da- the uh, never gonna yeah, freedom, freedom. You know the guy at, at Woodstock. Oh my God! They didn't let blacks in Woodstock. Richie Haven. I know. Yes, Rich, I wasn't Richie Haven. He opened Woodstock. Yeah, with that yeah, song with, with freedom. Yeah, with freedom. Yes, with, yes, I know. That's what you thought I was, I was just messing with Richie Haven. I didn't think oh. you, were, you were not impersonating Richie Havens <laughs> at all, at all. If anything, it, you were impersonating Richie Valens. <laughs> Or little Richard, little Richard. Yeah, that's that sounds about that. Yeah, gonna have some fun tonight. You are so flamboyant. I am. I am. I feel better, Joe. I really feel. I hope so. After the dump you just took. Well, after the no, metaphorical after... and the physical. No, no, I know, man. I can tell you the, the way you're sitting in your chair is more relaxed. You're, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you're starting to chase after women again, which is great. Yeah, that's and they're like, when, get this, get this guy. Get, like, get this. Can you, what? What's wrong with him? What is wrong with him? Like he will not stop. He, yeah, he's like a Terminator. <laughs> that's not Don't true. Stop. Oh. No, that's not. I'm really not. I'm really <laughs> not chasing. Pudding. Try some Jello pudding pops. <laughs> that's how I'm doing. It. That's how I'm doing it. I'm using roofies. I hope not. I really hope no, not. No, I'm, I'm not. I've never drugged a woman. Really? Other than alcohol. Oh, <laughs> that's a drug. We should not joke about those things. Um, no, we should joke about them, actually. Hey, uh, don't, hey. Hey. I noticed, we can talk about this early on, that the next first Friday, have you seen what they're fucking sl- slated for this first Friday? Yes. I'm trying to stop dropping the F-bomb so much. Yeah, why? It's like a laundry list of here's what we're doing. We're doing this <laughs> and this. First and Fridays in downtown Kingman are, are starting getting, to become... Are starting to really get crazy. They're getting a little to be a little bit much. A little bit. Oh, much. really, Joe? <laughs> just you want just the right amount. 
<laughs> no, it's. Uh, I think we, we've almost reached to where it should be, and then it'll only get even bigger because then it'll just yeah. open up another block. Going to be a couple it's corners. Gonna be so... gonna be, you know, I'll, have, I'll have Joe look it up, and we can I'm, talk about no, this for I'm a little bit. I'm on top bit. of it right now. So and, uh, wait, there's yeah, going to so be a we... couple cornhole tournaments. You said. I think it's going to be not couples cornhole. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you just said couples cornhole. <laughs> um. <laughs> That should. Oh, my pants just came undone, and it wasn't on. Purpose. Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. couples cornhole. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> it's imagine being at the skating rink. All right, couple skate cornhole time. <laughs> like <laughs> couples cornhole. Oh god, and they didn't Brad, say like, they didn't say mixed couples either. They <laughs> doesn't matter. I mean, it's just couples. Just two people pair up. Two, hey man, don't judge. Two people. Yeah, loving each other. Four index fingers. Two buttholes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> It's not that's. Wait, no, that's not I, I can't believe I did that head math. Did was, you see? It's got to be your butthole. Wait, and my then my friend the... my friend George Milana knows I'm heavy in the cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Joe. Broken. He's broken. Into right down the middle. You just get heavy into that cornhole, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And did you see the? He you sent me spit on it. This first? happened in Georgia. There was a cornhole fist fight. Did you see the? There was a. You, I saw the video. <laughs> He's like, oh, come on, motherfucker. I'm like, I think I recognize that accent. I fucking is sitting right across me. <laughs> and, of course, they're, like, brightly, like, pastel-colored polo shirts. So there's probably two yeah. guys named Chad. <laughs> I'm Jesus. sure there were a couple Chads Jesus in there. Fuck. Jesus Christ. From the south. Probably had dogwoods in the background, and he knows what was going on. There's dogwoods in the background, and just, like, monuments being tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking cracking me. I was like, a cornhole fist fight? <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I click on this, I'm just gonna get a whole bunch of gay porn pop ups. Yeah, it's almost like cornhole fisting. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> cornhole mm, fist fight. We call that puppetry, <laughs> anal puppetry. Okay, l- rattle off the list of all the activities at First uh, I, Friday. I, I it's June first. I, I didn't find it yet. Oh my god, I, you need to go to the First Friday I, Facebook I, I, page. I'm fucking on it. Jesus. Okay. It's gonna be June first, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to know, it's June first, Friday, June, June uh, uh, one, June one, and it's gonna be. Um, it's going to be huge. Huge. I'm going to keep talking about Joe. Within that. Yeah, so we have the airport back, Citizens of Kingman. You're welcome. I don't know why I can't find it now. Okay, well, I'll find uh, it. No, it's fine. It, no, no, I, I, I'm working on it. Uh, I think there is a... Okay, I think that Blackbridge... Oh, you got it. Okay, yep. just go through the list. June 1st. Here we go. There's so much shit going on. Just rattle it down. June's theme for Downtown Kingman's First Friday is Wheels on Beal. Alongside the pop-up parks and live entertainment and fun, we'll be enjoying the nightlife with glow-in-the-dark fun on bicycles. Oh, my God. No. No, I'm not answering it. You, you, I, no, I'm not. I don't know why. It, I thought I had that. Did, what is it, does no, Batman no, need to go no, to another city to work Before on things? Before you keep reading that, there should be a list itemized. Here's what we're gonna do on First Friday, not just a little paragraph. Okay. And you can't, you can't. So go to Tim Schritter's or Blackbridge's shared. They they shared it earlier today. So go to Blackbridge, and uh, they shared, and it's a list of the you know one line item for everything. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. God damn it, and it's a lot. And it's, it's worth listening to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep dragging. Fucking on. Fucking annoying to do this. Why didn't we have this prepared? Why didn't you tell me? You uh, it's, bring okay. This it's okay. It's okay. So speaking it. of things coming up, I'll let Joe find that, and I'll entertain the people. So what's gonna happen is this: a lot of you people don't know that we have um, a lot of aviation connections out here, and uh, people that own businesses that have been doing it for decades, including myself. 
have a lot of connections with aerobatic pilots and other people internationally known for doing stuff. And um, someone that owns a business out here works on aerobatic aircraft on a regular basis. And we have been putting the word out slowly that if we, if we, the citizens, get this thing back, we want to have, you know, air shows and celebratory events. And we are um, fairly convinced, I'm not even convinced it's going to happen, where we'll be able to um, acquire, to secure well-known aerobatic pilots for some of these upcoming events. It's not going to be immediately because we've got a lot of organization to do and a lot of cleanup and a lot of other stuff to happen, but it's going to be happening. And as well, I actually have a strong connection with uh, some military folks uh, in the F-22 department. And I think... Is that better than the F-35? A lot better than the F-35, Joe. It's a lot better. Why? You know what's going to suck, though? Here's what's going to happen. Because I think I can get an F-22 demo uh, demonstration here. And someone's going to you know what? We won't do the F-22. Because you know what's closer to you guys in Luke Air Force Base? we got a bunch of F-35s. How about an F-35? Why don't you just tell them, hey, you know what? Why don't you just fucking you take go. that F-35 take, and just go, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oof. So I almost um, got turned on there for a second. So maybe it would be anyway. I am I am I am relatively certain that we will be able to have either an F twenty two or an F thirty five for a demonstration uh, military uh, flight or flights out here for an air show that will be coming up again. It won't be this week, won't be next week, and probably not next month, and maybe not even this year because it takes a little while to plan that and schedule things out. But. We will have open house kind of stuff, welcome to your airport, some other community events, things like that that aren't as difficult to plan out and organize. Joe still can't find it. I can't it fucking was, believe it was, this. It was unshared. It, it's done. It, like, it's it's gone. Really? Like, all the notifications and shit that I saw earlier that had a whole list of, like, the BMX bike raffle and all this other shit is gone. Does that mean they canceled so, it? So we have technical difficulties, right? They didn't cancel it. It's just not there. Okay. Get all fucking worked up, and you get me all worked up, and then I get all fucking hot and bothered. With and wait, what? So now you can talk to the people. Oh, okay, well I'm going to talk talk to the people for about thirty seconds, and Paul's going to show me up when it comes to technical savvy. Uh, I might. The great might. thing about First Friday is that you can you see the entire community, uh, or more and more of the of the community coming together and hanging out, and it really is like kind of like the good old days, like the olden days of like fucking bye bye birdie and state fair and shit like that like really like you just got the whole community coming out hanging out they got face painting for the kids or if you're just old and into it that's cool too i don't give a shit i feel like face painting for the kids is like indoctrination until later on to putting on too much makeup because it's the same thing you might be right you know when i was in uh in uh germany working over there the uh a lot of the german men would refer to as american women as wearing clown makeup yes I mean, seriously, that was the term. Absolutely. Because there's too much makeup. Some of us American men refer to that also. Oh, we do? Yes. That would I, me. Oh, me. you you do. Okay. Uh -huh. I don't uh, say clown makeup, but it's just, it's definitely too much. I mean, most of the time. Most of the time, it's too much. Sometimes, whatever, you want to get dressed up, you want to fucking look like Mimi, that's fine. <laughs> For you younger folks, go ahead and just Google Mimi from uh, Drew Carey Show, and that's pretty much what you look like, but with bigger lashes. Exactly. Anyway. Wait, oh, we, good job go. finding that there, buddy. Right, here we go. Hold on. You got the list? Yes, I got it right here. Because I looked at three different it's events. It's on Blackbridge Brewery's fucking Facebook page, dude. All right. Well, it's not. I'll read the list since I you found it. You fucking read the You read the list. Here we go. June 1st, first Friday. It says, this night, 
you won't want to miss. It's down a few a few posts. There's it's past the Sarah Flowers thing from Mother's Day, all that stuff. Okay. It's not on your phone. Just read it. Okay. This first Friday, June first, we're raffling off a brand new BMX bike. Bike track for the kids to ride. Black Lemon Band at Blackbridge Brewery. DJ at Rickety Cricket. Kids Wheel Workout at CrossFit. Cornhole Tournament, Blackbridge Brewery, and Farmhouse. That's two cornhole tournaments. The, quote, Fix-It Station by Kingman Fire. I don't know what Fix-It is. Do you know what Fix-It is by Kingman Fire Department? Where they, are they fixing a bike, maybe? Or I have no idea. What that means? Maybe. Getting your fix on meth? Something like that? Probably not. Okay. Um, uh, stand by. Stand by. Oh. Bike serial numbers by sheriff's department. I guess they're going to register serial numbers in case they get stolen. Is that what they do yep. with that? Okay, that's kind of nice. Uh, life-size lawn games like Connect Four, Cornhole, and Yahtzee in front of farmhouse. Pop-up parks all over the place. Street vendors, Victoria Sugar Shack, Snow Cones, Hot Dog Stand. All-Star Gymnastics will be performing as well. Dance Factory. The White Boys are coming, local BMX superstars. Crata will be demonstrating some cool bike tricks and sharing information about bike trails in the area. And there's much more. There you have it. This is much more. Much more than that, really? Yeah, that's can you can you do much more? Yes. I, I don't know if you can do much more. I'm just gonna show you real quick here, Joe. So here's the yeah, Blackbridge. No, it's fine. Did you, you find it? No. That's weird. I wonder why it's on my so there's Blackbridge yep. Facebook page. I'm just gonna show you real quick and then we'll put this down. And there's their latest one. There it is. There's the Pub quiz coming up, or when it, it was. There's Sarah's Flowers, yeah, from Southwest. You yeah. saw that one earlier today, yep. probably. Yep. And then there it is, first Friday. Yeah, not on your phone. Nope. All right, that's weird. Anyway, so there it is. That's going to be. A, it's going to be a big, big, big. So first if you're Friday. in the Kingman area on the first Friday of every month, just fucking go downtown. You'll figure it out. And there's still a lot of people who say there's nothing to do. And there were a lot of kids last time. They were doing sidewalk, probably the same thing. Sidewalk art. You yeah, know, they were like chalk. They, they're taking chunks of ice from behind the snow cone place and throwing it at people, which I thought was funny shit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was just waiting for him to hit some little old lady. And it's just like, they were doing that. Yeah. Oh, the kids were. Yeah. There's like a group of ho- little fucking hoodlum hood, kids, hood, hood rats. Hood, hood no, kids. no, they were not. They weren't hood rats. Hood rats are not hanging Older. out typically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, these were like seven, eight, nine year olds. So that is going that to be, cool. that's still a number of weeks away. That is like one, two, three, and almost a half weeks away. Yes. Yes. This is. Why are we even talking about this now? I have no idea. You're the one that brought it up. I didn't want, it wasn't something I wanted to ass, talk about. I just ass. really don't. I mean, I'm just an ass. I want to promote it, but don't get me wrong. It's just yeah. like. Okay. So we can talk about it next week too. Yeah. A little bit. Mm. We might have somebody from downtown come in and talk about First Friday. We might. We might. We might also get Joe Rogan on the show. I bet he's coming on the show. That I, guy started I, talking about more shit that we were talking about. I don't about. think he wants to come on the show because then we'll call him out on the fact that he listens to our show and then fucking steals what shit. What did I tell you? I texted you the other day. I said, he's talking he's about it. He's fucking the, talking about it again. Yeah. Right, so what, what was the topic? I don't, I don't even remember. remember. What it was. It was I don't point. remember, but I was like, yeah, fucking God damn it, Joe Rogan. So when are your parents coming in town? Or your mother and ma- mother and stepfather. Ma- I can't even. Mother, stepfather, both my brothers. They will be here on the 22nd. If your daughter's graduation, which will be on the 24th. 3rd. 3rd. Yeah, you should probably know that day. You'll be there. And you, you still, seriously, you want me to bring my music, my music making Why machine? are we talking about this on the podcast? Oh, I don't you know. know. What? I don't know. I, should I have a recording of it or what? <laughs> Hey, hey, that's what we should do. We should just play podcast episodes during Porsche's graduation. But I cannot nope. fucking think of a worse idea other than 
You know what we should do? <laughs> Have meth at the grad party. Let's do that. Wow. No. No. We're not doing no. that. No. No, 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 no. Nah, I'm excited. Yeah. The kid's going to start a new chapter in her life. I was thinking we'd have her on the show before she goes Again? off to the university. Oh, you little motherfucker. <laughs> oh. God. Should, well, we, should, we have, should we have her and any other friend on? Yeah, we could probably do that. I don't want her boyfriend on, though. No, no. Nobody wants to talk to her boyfriend. Right. Just kidding, Daniel. (laughs) He would get here and get on here and be like, hey, how's it going? Right. He'd be nervous because you're here. Name's Daniel. I don't think I make him nervous anymore. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. I think I I maybe made him nervous the other day because I kind of yelled at Linda's mom. Oh. (laughs) Not Linda's mom. No. Yell at Linda. No, I like Linda's mom. I yelled at Linda. (laughs) Yeah? I I just kind of raised my voice because she was like walking away and like mumbling and as we're all the like four of us were trying to listen to what she was saying and i was like hey you want to turn around and speak to us so we can hear you wow and she turned around and looked and gave me a dirty look and then realized i meant fucking business and i i think i think Porsche peed a little bit i think daniel was trying i don't know if he was freaked out or if he was like worried like oh man something like, like joe, where, joe got mad like, is this gonna escalate it wouldn't escalate. It would escalate to no. <laughs> there you go. Don't say it. I'm going to take a deep breath. And Escalating then, and to making pasta or something like that. Yes. Something, like, something positive. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to make Hey, pasta. I have an idea. I have a thought. Um, in, all, in all seriousness, and don't just blurt out an answer. Okay. Yep. What business do you think would be really perfect and would actually do well Right now, downtown, a real business. What do you, I don't really have an answer for this. I'm just thinking because uh, we, we have a taco shop that open that doesn't even open until eight o'clock at night, and they're open till two. And you're serious about that? I'm dead serious. Okay, so I we think need... somebody could make a fucking killing. Remember that when that weird lady had that like grilled cheese cart outside of Sporties? No, for like a month. Oh yeah, yeah. See, you know why you didn't remember it? Because it made you drink more alcohol. Actually, I don't think I ever had one of those sandwiches. Oh, they're fucking delicious. Man, she what made a, them on Texas toast. What happened to her? I think the city might have shut her down, or maybe she couldn't keep up with demand. Or so if you the things that are said and done at Sporties gave her a heart attack. I fucking don't know. So can you? Uh, you have to have some kind of a. If you do that, you have to have a license. Yeah. Well, kind. you have to have what's called a commissary kitchen. If you're going to do mobile food in this in this uh, county, you have to have a commissary kitchen. Which means that's the kitchen that you're a home base out of. Most people who have mobile kitchens don't have the money to have also a storefront kitchen. Hence the reason so why they, they have that. Right. Yeah. It's a really, it's a, it, it, I think it hinders business. I understand where it comes from, but if you have a fully 100% an NSF certified head to toe, top to bottom, front to back food truck. Is that a state that thing? That you can do that? No, it's a, it's a, from my, from I remember, helping friends of mine do the research I, I think it's just a county thing because oh, there's I... it's not like that oh oh project oh no paul <laughs> no can you give it like two weeks before you take on another project <laughs> anyway i'm excited I, about I a new th- project i think oh god there he is you, you should have seen his <laughs> face just now people don't real cities stop like just oh god like chicago oh you know chicago's murder rate is and guns are outlawed okay okay slow down Put a there pause on a bill o'reilly why don't you go <laughs> dose someone's drink you sexual right assault. anyway <laughs> and new york whatever yes. i mean don't other cities just have people that have like hot dog carts can't you have licenses to do just that yes okay yeah 
And they're in New York City. They're worth a lot of fucking money. Oh, it's like, probably like a liquor license around here. Quarter of a million like dollars, half a million dollars to have a, for, to get to a, have a, a hot dog cart. So they probably, yeah. I wonder if there's, one of it's a limited number, like a number of yes. liquor license. So you just can't. So when Jose or whatever decides to give it up, it's like, you, or your family could Why is it Jose? Why is it Ahmed? <laughs> Who, yeah, what ethnicity would be the one slinging the most hot dogs up in New York? I have here? no idea. I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Why would you? What would you do with that data? I, <laughs> Joe, I got a lot of empty space in my head right now. Yeah, I can, well, I can you fill should, up. I think you should start talking to those wiener mongers. There's <laughs> <laughs> one we, wiener we, monger we to a, another. We have a local person who wants to be a wiener monger in this town. Oh, he's already a wiener monger. Oh yeah, and he wants to do this. And then you I start, think it's a great idea. You started discussing discussing this with him, and then we were like, "What? You have to." The commissary kitchen thing was something <clears> we ran across. <throat> uh, you know, when I was talking with 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 Bo and Tyson about the taco truck and and th then they're like well what the fuck are we supposed to do like start a restaurant and nobody has the money to just rent space sure. and put 50 grand into like a at least 50 grand into a kitchen so, a small kitchen just so you can go out and when your entire customer base is where you're going to them why would you require to yes. have a storefront now, that phoenix, sounds like somebody who who wouldn't what phoenix has food trucks yes do those places? Prescott has food trucks. Do they, have, do they, all, do trucks. they also have you know, real restaurants they have to base? Some out of? of them do. Some of them, it's it's uh, you know, Paco makes great tacos over here at this place. Let's make them mobile so that the, we'll bring the tacos to the people. Sure. And so they do that. Tacos the, to the people. Tacos to the people. <laughs> wow, I love it. I can get behind that. Yeah, I know. That's is that another fucking project no, for no, you? No, it's not. No. So, t uh, the, so like you got you got Paco who makes great tacos at this one little joint, but then uh, across town they have a food truck like meetup where all the you know fifty food trucks are there and people just show up in a parking lot and just go and grub down at all these different food trucks. Then they go, oh man, Paco makes great tacos. We're gonna go to his place. So then you drum up business that way. Sure. But I don't think that's even fifty percent of the food trucks out there. I think that most of them, they cook everything inside that truck. I mean, as a lot of so people, just, but, but as regardless, lot, as a lot of people know, a lot of cities, and then they have a show, or is it still on TV? This food truck wars or some bullshit thing? I have, no I don't idea, know if it was man. that. Don't, but I, there was it, come up on ten years with no cable for me. I, so I know. Like, I know but I'm just I'm fascinated I don't by have it either right now. I'm just saying, I think that they have, or they had, you know, there was because there's some fantastic food that comes out of food trucks. I mean, just the real deal. Yeah. You know, people come from all and they have apps on there. Like, where's this food truck going to be? Yep. Of course, you wouldn't need that in Kingman because well, you would, you know, the best, small. the best, yeah. the best grilled cheese I ever had was, was a food truck. Was, was a food truck in Denver called the Grillenium Falcon. That's that's funny. It was amazing. Yeah, and some of their bread was baked in like in the food truck. Most of it was really good bread. It, it was high quality bread, but but like I think three different breads. So what you do is you choose your bread. You choose your cheese, and you choose any other toppings you want to go inside the like tomato. But it was like fire roasted Roma or oh, something like just nice. really good shit. Yeah, um, like certain kind of special peppers and stuff. Good, probably. good. Yeah, good peppers. In fact, how about meat? The uh, uh, um, pepidou. Oh, that's nice pepper. I love those peppers. God damn it! I, and I have, I'd never heard of them before until that food truck, and then two, three years later, or whatever. Then. Four years later, I think, maybe now they think about it, that uh, Floyd's opened up, the pizza place. And they have Pepidou peppers on there, and I just wanted to eat jars of them. If, they're you, fucking if you could amazing. make just a, a simple menu, we've talked about this before, just just let's limit, let's cut the number of items, people. Yeah. If you have a restaurant, 
just, I think I was saying it was uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. And I believe it was with, with Will Ferrell. And I believe Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Seinfeld right. went to a restaurant and they got some coffee. And so they had, they were handed the menus. And it was one of those menus. Would you get off your fucking phone? No. See, now, now the now tables have turned, ladies I've and gentlemen. I've got a project. <laughs> the no, ta- I, the I tables have I... turned. And usually Joe was pounding on me for it to get off my phone. Yeah. F- <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> to get off my phone constantly because I was trying to save the universe yep. as we know it. And, uh, and But now I'm not. It's true. And uh, so now Joe is on the phone. So well, now I know how it feels. You're just trying to serve it back to me, aren't you? You're just trying to... Just trying to, trying to, yeah, see what's like, Paul? See, what? See? Oh, no, that was my Paul impression. <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm trying to figure out what went wrong with that uh, that post because I still can't see it. That's weird. Yep. Anyway. Okay, so Because um, if I can't see it and you can, I'm trying to figure out where that went wrong, and I wonder if a lot of people are not able to see it. I, I don't know. That is kind of a weird thing. I don't, I don't understand. And is it, is it an iPad just, thing? I didn't look at my phone. It was on my iPad. Fucking iPad. Okay. Um, the, oh, talking about menu items. We, we talked about this Small before. menu. You get small, small menu. Small menu, the better. So, so yeah. So, so this is the funny comment. I love this because it was the same thing that I believe too. So Will Farrell and, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld are sitting down during comedians in cars getting coffee at a restaurant and then the wait person hands them a menu and it's a menu with, you know, multiple pages, page, like a cheesecake page. factory kind of menu. And, and so Will Ferrell very, very sarcastically kind of slowly says, you know, I love going to restaurants with hundreds of items. <laughs> he says, because you know, everyone is done to perfection. <laughs> it, and the, he's dripping with sarcasm, <laughs> but he makes a strong fucking yes. point. Because the, the it, like, why do 50 things to mediocrity? Why why not do ten things better than anybody else in the it world? It can even be fewer than ten at a, at a, at a, at a, at a fancy that, restaurant, yeah. or if you've got a, a taco truck or a hot dog place, you have like two or three, and that's it. Here's your cheeses. If it's really really done well, everybody's gonna eat it anyway. It's true. You don't have to. I better compete with those guys down there and start serving onion rings or whatever. Right. You don't have to do this. That's why uh, people. The, I, I, I I had never been to a cheesecake factory until like four years oh, ago. Speaking right? of large menus, right? Holy it's mother the of God! Most extensive menu I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. And then people tell me how good the place is, and I'm like, it's. I even had the cheesecake there. Still not that fucking great. I can tell you right now, I've made better cheesecake, still, and I've only made one. Still, the best cheesecakes I've had. One of them was mine, my pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, that the pumpkin cheesecake that you let the, left the cream out or something like that. You didn't put the cream. No, no, in. no, no. The first time I did it correctly. The second time, it was I fucked it up. It was still fine though, and nobody noticed. But it was a certain type until of cream. you kept telling everybody you fucked it up. I, I think that it had two different kinds of creams in there, like half and half, and I also think it was supposed heavy to be half and half, heavy cream, and, and uh, I left one of them out. Yeah. I was like God. Darn it, but it was still good. You're right. God, he good. said, go darn it. Go, he does, gosh, he said, go darn the it. Best cheek, cheek, the best cheek cake I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> oh I got yeah. Cheek cake. <laughs> Is that anything like hair pie? Oh, oh no. What was the, uh, what, what was the dippity, what was the uh, Indian item we Digs deepen. Digs deepen. Digs deepen. There's always food items we're screwing up. <laughs> Digs so, deep in cheat cake. So the best hair cheat pie. cake I've ever had, Joe. Let me tell you about my cheat cake I've had in the past. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a Hispanic guy trying to say sheet cake. He's like cheat cake. Would you like a? We have, we have many. Do you like a cheat cake? <laughs> so was God was for my friend. I hope people 
stick it out to this far along. I yeah. really, really hope they do. I wonder if they do. Some people do. Some people. I do. wonder people like they've had 10, 20 minutes ago. You know, it's just I it's sh- like putting too much syrup on your pancakes. It's like it tastes good, but that's enough. I've had enough. It's like too thick of a crust on your cheat cake. Yeah. So the best cheat cake, we'll call it a cheesecake now. <laughs> yes. But the best cheesecake I've ever had was from my friend George. You can imagine it was a, it was a white chocolate macadamia cheesecake that he made. <sighs> too much. Too no. much. That's a no, cheesecake factory menu type of cheesecake. But he did this too many things. Twenty years ago. Did he do it okay? Oh, he did it very well. It just sounds like too many things going on. I understand. But if you really want to do, I I agree. Sometimes you just want the base cheesecake with maybe maybe nothing on it, but maybe a topping. Ooh, like a rhubarb compote would be nice for me. Like a, Can you stop? A rhubarb. Don't, don't ever use the word compote ever again. <laughs> Fucking don't. It, it shouldn't be a compote anyway. It should be like a like rhubarb preserves, rhubarb sauce, anything rhubarb. Just, I'm gonna start calling you rhubarb sauce. I should. Put, That's your new nickname is rhubarb sauce. I should get a graphic made and put it on my airplane. Just a stock of rhubarb. Like Fucking rhubarb. Just like a big bunch of rhubarb on the tail. Yeah. But that's what it should be if you have a downtown, you said a taco shop, it's only open at 8 p.m. or later. Starts Probably should be 7 p.m. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, you know, people day drink and then they want some tacos and they're fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, so 7 o'clock. Which would be perfect for me because, truth be told, there isn't a single fucking thing that I can think of at a taco shop that would take you. I mean, you're talking, it's a long day, but you could get there if you, as long as you didn't leave there until, say, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and put things in to marinate, you could show up at 3 o'clock the next day and four hours of prep be able to open up for service from 8 to midnight and, or 8 and, to 2. Uh, downtown, you could, you could, it's, I've, I've already worked this shit out in my head. And downtown in this uh, in this town, downtown it's, this town. It's underserved area when it, it comes it, to late night food it because is. all you have is Carl's Jr. and the Garlic Club. Okay, but let's talk, think about this. If during the weekdays, you got to be open a little bit earlier because they, everything closes down downtown by 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock on the weekdays. Why do I need to be open earlier? Maybe I'm not. So you can sling people, more tacos. Those How about people that? aren't my fucking demographic. Yeah, you sling more tacos, you're open more hours, which means you have to hire more employees, which means your overhead just went through the fucking roof. Okay. To do it, just so, to start to do it by yourself. It's like Ron Campbell when when like Ron was telling me he's like I was the only cook in there for fucking two years. He was the only guy cooking at Garlic Clove. So like, I get it. See, I, I get if, that. If you were to do this taco shop down downtown. Uh, I'd be like, oh man, you know what else we ought to make? And then there, here goes the menu, right? It starts getting expanded. Because, oh yeah. Oh, you should do this. No. Right. Cause chicken, I would, pork, beef, vegetarian, okay. period. A, End a, of sentence. And full stop. A concept I have would be for a, a, a different restaurant would be similar to that. Let's say that's open a limited number of hours, but it would be like, um, Cajun stuff, but, but or narrow, or it'd be like stuff you could put in a bowl. Like, and that's what it would be. It would be like, in other words, jambalaya. Okay. So really good jambalaya and then uh, like some kind of a chili. Okay. And maybe stew. So what do you serve, you know, the five months out of the year where it's hot as fuck? Uh, well, tacos are hot. Yeah, but tacos aren't like a steaming bowl of soup. That's tacos true. not Most people other than Janelle... Are, will not tell you, man, I'm really sick. I could really use a bowl of tacos. Nobody fucking says that. <laughs> I'm not saying so you like, serve the tacos in a bowl. No, 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 no. I'm ta- I'm, what I'm saying is is that I would love to have like also like a uh, either ramen or pho. I think it would go over great in this yes, town for true. about eight months out of the year. And I think the rest we, of the time of year, I think it would be really difficult to. And because a lot of places to, deliver to, to the, like the brewery, for example, you would have yeah. to have it so it's easy to deliver. Like in a bucket. 
No, yeah. you, well, you, well, I mean, you can I'm, deliver soup. It's, it's, it's easy. No, well, I'm, I'm just mean in general. You wouldn't want to have some fancy items that you would. Uh, it works well for sirens now because they're next door to the brewery because they just walk right next door. Right. That's, and they can just, you can, you can, on the, you could just have it on the plate yes. kind of thing. So that's easy. Um, how about a non. Ooh, a non bread place? Just nothing but non bread. <laughs> <laughs> We we'll call it non sand with, with rhubarb preserves. <laughs> Get the fuck off the rhubarb preserves or compote. Have you ever had rhubarb preserves? Yes, before? my that, grandmother used a, to make it. A, all okay, time. I didn't know that that was a thing or not. Yeah, it's a thing oh, in my family. I might have to. I know what I just, you know. What else is a thing in your family? No, Share, sharecropping. <laughs> it was not really the family. Per yeah, say. the family. Mm-hmm. God Almighty! No, it wasn't the thing. Oh. Okay, how your about great, a non... What is your great-great-great-grandpappy, Nathaniel Bedford Forrest? No. Google that name, folks. No. We already know who I'm related to, unfortunately. Who, uh... Who was In it? Negative... Oh, Mike Pence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not that bad. You don't have the hairline for that. Not, not that, that bad. bad. Oh, Mussolini. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. What yeah. is he? What did he scream? Fucking anarchy in the UK or something? Something like anarchy. Something anarchy. No, it was six semper tyrannis, is what he said. But so something like always tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> took you a second or two, Joe. <laughs> I'm in shock. <laughs> well, you're the one that took Latin for like 19 years. That's what I got. Like semper is always. Looking. I got that part. And tar- tyrannus. Sick, sick semper tyrannis. <laughs> always tarantulas. <laughs> This shit has gone off the rails. I can't believe he even said you, that because he's not even from the desert. How would he know about tarantulas? tarantulas? There's tarantulas outside the desert. There's not tarantulas out on the East Coast. They're not. They don't exist. You realize that Atlanta isn't, quote, the East Coast, right? It's it not is. the be-all, end-all. You sound like the fucking New Yorker. Oh, Nobody gives a shit about Atlanta. It's kind of the South. Okay, there. I fucking said it. I don't care. I don't nobody gives a, no, Nobody gives a shit about Atlanta. They really don't. Nobody wants to live there. Nobody it. wants to move there. Okay, my thought on the downtown business, then we'll quit this nonsense. Quit, we're going to quit this tomfoolery. Uh, this ballyhoo. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> Enough I, with your shenanigans. I, I think... <laughs> Your, what do you think, Grandpa? You know, chicanery. Chicanery. Enough, chicanery. Oh, there it is. <laughs> chicanery. We need to bring all these words back. Can you please just say Waffle House? That's my business idea. If what? I had, if I had, it, honestly, in order an, to open a up a franchise, it's a, it's a half a million bucks. This you have is, to have liquid. This is a non-food. Go. Go. Here's what needs go, to happen. Go. And people argue with, agree go. with me. Would be a bicycle shop. And that kind of stuff with wheels and bicycle because <laughs> that kind of stuff with things with wheels. What? <laughs> yeah, like, like what else? Like, like rolling that? pins. Well, what, Anything uh, that rolls would be, <laughs> would be good. They would sell bearings. Ball, yeah, ball, ball, bearings. ball bearings. Yeah, yeah. Tires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at roller it's... coaster parts because we know that's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster parts. Your Kingman connection for <laughs> roller, roller coaster. Parts. All your roller coaster need your one stop roller co- coaster part shop <laughs> right here we could be the epicenter joe right here in we kingman. could we could <laughs> right downtown here. kingman where <laughs> I mean, we have representatives from six flags <laughs> disneyland did, disney how world did this happen well some guy had the idea and we just some all said like, there's not really one place i've never been, i've been to i've traveled a lot and i've never seen a roller coaster part store <laughs> maybe look that's, what we're missing <laughs> So what I mean is this. Here's here's why. 
This is, I feel like I'm on an episode of Ali G show or something <laughs> stupid like that. Okay, so so there's a lot of there's a resurgence going on now with bicycles, and yes. we have the tremendous trails around here. Yes, and we're going to have these guys back on. So we talked about this, but downtown be a perfect place for this uh, because there's going to be more trails going on through downtown yes. and connecting to all these other uh, what's the white cliffs, white hills, white white power. What is the what is the trails? White you had it right the first time. Okay. You didn't have to keep going. <laughs> that's 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 the thing about Paul is that when you tell him to keep, you, hey, you don't have to keep going. Okay. Then he keeps going. Because eventually, I swerve into racism. Fucking thirty percent. He goes thirty percent overboard. Right. Always. And, um, and white power. No white cliffs. And, yes. you, and you'll be able to to ride your bicycle right there. And there's fantastic trails around that goes to the golf course side and all the. And then the, what we need then is a connection to the other side of the highway somehow. Yes. Oh, and there it is. It's, it's an interruption of Gerlachian proportions. It's the same person. But I think when the new, how about, won't it be possible when this new um, interchange happens, the new bypass for the over Beals, you know, that downtown thing? The downtown bypass. I'm just letting you work this out in your head because it's Won't like there terrible. be a way to get over to the other side then at that point? It won't be dangerous for, for bicycle type You mean like persons? metaphysically the other side or? No, not not to get, break on through the other side. Not, like, not like the doors. It's no. like why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Yeah, why did the. And then you think about it and you're like, was he committing suicide to get to the other side? No, he wasn't, Joe. Are you sure? I know he wasn't. They're not. How chicken, do you know? He's chicken turns suicidal. Um, They're not. They're why not? not? I, wouldn't you be? Yeah, well, they're cooped up and they're all oh, cooped up. Huh? Uh, oh, that's where that comes from. Oh, God. I've, you made me feel so stupid earlier with the fucking above the fold. Oh, You're yeah. You're talking about the newspaper. Like, oh, look at that, man. We got, we got some, I got some press time here above the fold. And then it just dawned on me what that means Yeah, is to be above the fold. Of the newspaper. As, sm as smart as I am, and I know yeah, that I am. Yeah, but you're not from the newspaper generation. Wow. All right. I mean, you guys don't you don't fold your your little your fancy internet phones. I can't believe you. I'm just being a joke. I know you are, <laughs> but I'm. But I'm. Anyway, downtown should have a bicycle shop. Bi bike shop downtown, really would be phenomenal. There are a lot of tours to come through. You see these bicycles racks on there, and people from all over yeah. Europe and stuff come through here, and they would love to stay downtown. Ed's gonna listen to this, and he's gonna scream. Yeah, I know. They've they've all he's talked. Like, with Stop this telling people about my idea. I know they. It's not a new idea. It would be a great idea to have some outdoorsy things. Sounds like are, an investment for like, you. Like, like a hiking, hiking outdoor stuff too, like even in energy things and, 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 uh, and uh, energy things. Well, I mean, you know, the little fizzy things you put in your water and stuff and uh, the electrolytes and all this things like that could be sold there for... Quit looking at me like that. You know what I'm saying, Joe. There's <laughs> no, nothing I know exactly. like that. I, like, I know. Let's you're, call it a miniature right. REI. Something like that. Ooh, like like KEI. <laughs> wow, that's really... How how creative? That's what the first K stands for. Creative. Uh -huh. We're going to spell. Going to fuck up the kids now and spell things that it's supposed to begin with a C, but spell with. They a K. don't write with it in cursive anyway anymore, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But right? you know, that's what I'm. That's what I think. A bicycle shop downtown with some other outdoor items. What would you call it? I I don't care about a name. This is we're, we're talking. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not, uh, we can come up with a good name. I'm sure that other people have, but that's what it should be. We have some good bicycle, have a couple good bicycle shops in town. Both of them do really well and, and they do good job. And I bet you any, any amount, they've also talked about being downtown at some point. Maybe somebody will, but I think for a non-food thing, that would be really good. You're right. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. For a non-food thing. They could, promote, they, could they could start bicycle tours right there. They, 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 yeah. they, could, they could give a group of people and tour around and do of the white cliffs. And have rental bikes. Sure. Which yeah. they do still. And people don't know that. There are rental bikes, I believe, that are available. Or Ed always says, hey, we'll hook you up. If you want to come in town, they got right. something they can use. 
Yeah. That's the kind of guy that he is. That's the kind of place that they have, you know, so. I think Ed should start a rental bike uh, facility at his house because I've seen his garage. Oh, it's, yeah. It's he's got a problem. He's got a, he's got a problem. He's got a, I think I saw a late night show for the drug. I think his wife said that one time. She's like, he, it, he has a problem. Yeah. I'm like, eh. You know, one time my father owned 14 gliders. He's at only one, got, at one time. He only got one ass and two hands and yeah. two feet. Like it you it was a problem. Him. It truly was a problem. Is there that many reasons why you, or that many types of glider that you would There's need? a lot more than that, and he was working on it. And he said, you know, yeah. he lost control, actually. He, had, he, he, he came to my shop one day in Atlanta and, and swore that he left a certain glider there in my parking lot for storage. You know, and so I'm on the phone, and he comes in, and I see him pulling in the front. There's glass door. I'm kind of like I'm talking to a customer, and he, my dad is walking around. Now he's, I can see he's panicked because a trailer is gone in his mind. He right. left it here, and it's gone. So I said, oh, Jim, or, let me call you back. He comes in. He kind of comes to, where's the, let's call it low, L-O. Where's the L-O 150? I don't know, Dad. I drove it here. Left it. I said, you did? I don't, I'm not keeping track of your stuff. I got customer things going on out here. I was here. It's been, I said, and it's not a very good trailer either. Not a very valuable glider compared to everything else I was working on. So, so, so you're telling me, Dad, that somebody came in here or broke in here during the day or night when it's, when it's, when it's padlocked up, stole the shittiest trailer. <laughs> and then t- and I'm then, sure your dad loved that yeah. comment, didn't he? And he goes, I'm telling you what's here. So now he's out looking for it again. Went to the back building, did this, did this. So I now call my friends in South Carolina. That I think it's where he stored a few other ones was in South Carolina. And I went, hey, is a low 150 trade on my dad's? Yeah, it's right out there by the so-and-so. I can see it right there. So how did it get there? He goes, your dad bought it about a month ago. He bought it here and dropped it off. Thank you. Click. Dad, it's in South Carolina. You got a problem with your with your yeah, airplanes. You, ha- you can't keep track of your fucking vi- your, your gliders. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Must be nice. That's, well, that's one of those one percenter problems. So. No, here's what it is. You know, you're not happy if you have to keep buying more fucking. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, he no. probably wasn't super happy with things at the time. I don't. I don't know. But I I enjoyed that little show and it was fun. Where did all of those go? Uh, he sold a bunch before he got sick and passed. And then six or maybe five six, we sold uh, as the estate sold them to a, gotcha. a museum. The ones that were really nice. Um, so. <clears throat> I think we're done. Are you done? Are I'm you, done. Have you run out of gas? We, no, no. I don't, we can keep talking, but we got shit to do. Yeah, we do. We do. So, um, so we're gonna have a taco place downtown and a bike shop. I like the idea of having both. Mm-hmm. That's, I no, think I that's mean, a both. great idea. I would like to see another business move downtown. Something that's a little bit different. Something a little new. Be kind of fun. It's getting good, man. It's getting. Think about down. Think of where it was ten years ago and where it is now. It's incredible. It, it, it is kind of mind-boggling. And I'm actually, I'm really excited for, um, uh, my brothers have come out to visit since things have gotten pretty vibrant, but my mom hasn't been here since 2000, early 2013. Yeah. And my stepdad hasn't been out here since uh, December of 2000. God, I think it's stay a few more days to first Friday. That would just blow their that, I, I I tried to make that happen. It's just flights don't, whatever. Anyway, so there you have it. So I'm done. I feel good, Joe. Uh, yeah, it's good. Just knocking this it's off. Good. You're getting real relaxed too. You're kind of lean back. A little I am far. lean back. I think it's. Uh, I, feel, I feel a little bloated. All right, I gotta get this fucking phone. I don't know what's up. Uh, t- Paul's got so many phone calls happening now that things are happening at the airport. Now he's just encumbered <laughs> by am. people. All right, well that's it. You got anything else, Paul? I have nothing else. I right also now. have nothing else. All right, everybody, yeah. have a good night. You too. Bye.